Hello, Internet. Hi. Hey. We're playing 7th C again. It's been a while for us. Yes, and but it, it, has been, it has been merely two weeks for you, maybe. Yes, perhaps. So, we're going to do a little bit of a recap. When last we left off, you guys had stolen back a ship from the Inquisition. And then you sailed it. Quite a long distance, considering the amount of supplies you had, which was nothing. There you encountered another pirate ship, led by a captain named Allende. He introduced you to his crew, you had dinner with him, and he gave you just enough supplies to get to the Avalon town of Kanguin. Or Kanguin. One of the two. You made it, he, you made it there under the pretenses of getting a hat for Allende. A hat of the mayor of Kanguin. And he has agreed to give you more supplies upon doing that. Oh. And I don't remember that part at all. Yes, otherwise you would not have been getting the hat. I vaguely remember being in a bar. I'm getting to that part. <laughs> well, there was also, you know, the stuff with strings and the ship and the fight and well, the dancing. Well, yeah, but I remember the strings things probably a little more than you all do. <laughs> Alright, everyone get your dice back. Your drama dice. Uh, you get a, you get drama dice equal to your resolve score. Your lowest stat. Okay. Which may be resolve. Wait, I thought we weren't doing we we're only doing that like per scenario per adventure. You're in you're enough. in Kangwin now. It's a new scenario. All right. Yeah, because it's like the rules isn't like you get it back like per big thing milestone. Yeah, you get it per like small story. So like once you're done with Kangwin, then the next thing you'll uh. Yeah, we made a milestone. We died, remember? Yes. That we got our drama die back from, though. (laughs) It was going well until everyone was dead. (laughs) Yeah, and then after that, you uh, went to a bar called the Broken Compass, where it was rumored you would be able to find information about the hat. You underwent the trials of making your way to the center of that bar and not getting your asses beat, and you found yourself face-to-face with one of the most legendary pirate captains of the Seven Seas, Captain Jeremiah Barrick. Oh, and uh, Francesca had to run back to the boat, but sent Nadira off in her place. So all of you people are there. It is You, you are once again in this bar full of loud and raucous pilot, pirates. Pirates, not pilots. Pirate pilots. Yes. Are we playing uh, Pirates of the uh, Seven Skies? Skies? Some of them are almost certainly both. Yes, there are a couple pilots. The person who pilots the ship is also a pilot. The beer is flowing freely, kegs are being opened all the time, people are dancing and singing on the tables, running around, fist fighting. Some all at the same time. (laughs) But yes, a small cadre of... Oh, I'm sorry, not not Francesca. Um, Princess. The princess. Elise, right? Yeah, her. The, the, the name escaped me because you guys called, called her princess a lot. Well, I did. Yes. <laughs> My bad. Elise had to go back to the ship and send Nadira in her place. It's been a while, audience. <laughs> but we're back. And a small cadre of rather tough-looking sailors has uh, parted ways inside the crowd and brought you into an inner circle where sits Jeremiah Barrick. A wiry-looking nobleman type with a goatee and mustache, blonde with long blonde hair that comes down to his shoulder, comes almost down to his shoulders. Any of you who've done any research on what it, what it is to sail or be a pirate knows who this man is. Right. Which is why he's been described to us as the pirate, the more or less the pirate king. 
No, nah, not really the Pirate King. He's simply the uh, the head privateer of Queen Elaine's unofficial navy. Oh, okay. This isn't One Piece. It just feels like it. Well, yeah, I said he's More the Pirate, Pirate King. Prime Minister. <laughs> Look, when 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 you when you when you have a ten novel series about pirates. There's gonna be some similarities to anything in your pirate game. Also, he's pirate. He he's he was almost pirate king, not king of the pirates. Total yeah, difference. Yeah, you gotta be a pirate king. You just can't be king of all pirates. Anyway, uh, yeah, Anne's going to wait for, and Anne's going to uh, look to the captain. He's probably already ordering drinks. Well, don't forget we died. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah. Well, yes. of course, but now everybody has to turn in the drink, the round they bought. Well, I know. Ah, yes, they all bought you a round. There is a round on tab. Because we all died. <laughs> because you died. And, yeah, he'll probably already start dealing with the uh, fanciest-looking pirates and uh, telling everyone how they died. Sure. I thought we were sitting at the table talking to Beric at that point. Oh, we're sitting with Beric already? I thought so. Yeah, Beric, we got I could you be into wrong. his cadre. You can keep talking to people if you want. Uh, nah, we gotta deal with Beric. <laughs> You'll deign to deal with Beric. <laughs> well, you can't just walk up to him, even if you feel like your heart's gonna explode from being excited. <laughs> I mean, you have described him as very pretty for being a guy who does pirating. Yeah, he's he's fairly pretty. He's getting on in years for for someone who does the swashbuckling he does, but he's he's getting old in a dignified way. Yeah, uh, he'll he probably won't talk directly to Beric while people are still around. He'll probably be introducing himself to people and such like that. Yeah, Anne will be discussing. Uh, Anne will I don't know. Anne will probably be talking with the other pirates about their uh, the multitude of guns that they have on their ship. Since they probably so, have guns from many, many different nations. So, granted, these people aren't actually leaving. He's at a desk at the. He's at a table at the center of the bar. He is a very pretty man. So that was a, that picture I just sent you is a picture of him in like his early prime. The picture I just sent is a picture of him now. Oh wow, he's considerably less triangular. Yeah, he's filled himself out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who would well, you? Would you competing like to... with him. In a way, yes. Directly. In, in certain senses. Well, you're here. What are you doing? Yeah. Also, weren't we him. part of the privateers before, technically? Yeah. My character? Well, no. all of us. We yeah, were what, what, yeah, what were we doing before we got exploded once? I think yeah. we were all actual pirates. I don't think we were ever... We, uh... No, we, we, were, were we were working for a navy. Yeah, the privateers of England. Yeah. I mean, yeah. England. They, that's their navy. Avalon. Yeah, they don't have a navy. They just have a bunch of pirates they hire. Yeah, um, sounds about right. If not, then that's what we're gonna go with. But <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we were a member of like on a privateer English ship. Right. Who was fused with his ship, and then some guy with a ah yes. yeah he got the shot in the Spaniards face. Spaniards explained us. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I thought we were freelance pirates. No. Uh, well, uh, well, we were you, you, we were you, freelance. Yes. But now you we're well like. Now we're like you might making... well have been freelance, but uh, the Sea Dog are always looking to take on freelance pirates. Yeah, now, yeah. now we're making our own way in the world today. Yeah, it's like a nationalized uh, private military organization. That Elaine doesn't, like, acknowledge. <laughs> right. So, Beric in- just indicates with his hand for you all to come over to his rather large table that has no one else sitting at it, but a number of strange and interesting characters standing around it. Yeah, and yeah, well, so. 
You join the strange and interesting characters. Yes. He has to make himself heard somewhat over the din of the Broken Compass Inn. However, when he starts talking, there's at least some lowering of volume around. Is there like a record scratch anytime he starts talking? Uh, there's not a record. Hasn't been invented yet, gosh. I will invent the record so that it can be scratched at dramatic moments. Or, like, stuff, pottery stuff that could record sound in ancient times. No, because that couldn't scratch. That couldn't skip. In the corner, there's a short, thick-haired man, uh, very, very pretty, singing and dancing while playing the lute. Does he break a string when it happens, then? Is this, no. is this bar just full of incredibly attractive men? Oh, tell me, tell me what nation you're in. Avalon. If you what? want, you have to be impressive somehow if you're going to be a hero of Avalon. Fair. Yeah. Granted, there are a lot of ugly men around here, <laughs> but Barrick and that guy in the corner, definitely not. <laughs> so he speaks in a clipped nobleman's accent that's been somewhat roughened around the edges by his time around pirates. Hello, my friends. It's been a while. It's been a while. And he looks from each of your eyes to the others. Have we met him before? Probably not personally. Ah, okay. Indeed, it has been a long time. I don't believe we've met, actually. Ah, yes, that is true, that is true, that is true. But I know quite a bit about you at this point. Valentin? Valentin puffs up a little. Yep, that would be you, all right. Points over at, uh, at you, Axe. You must be Declan. Ah, correct. And Anne Holmvik. Yeah. Francesca de Ragna. She'll nod and smile. And one Nadire Demir, right? Bows. Wonderful to meet all of you for the first time. Now then. Word travels quickly on these seas. I know where you come from, and I have a pretty good idea what you want. Well, it seems the word travels faster than boats. Well, you have to figure. You leave Castile a rather far distance away, with no supplies whatsoever. You travel blindly into uh, Captain Allende's territory. He and I have been having a contest lately, and you come in with supplies. He puts his arms out to my peaceful little Avalon port. We wouldn't consider lying to you. So tell me the truth. We're here to collect a hat. You as well, you as well, eh? Indeed. Well, I'm afraid Allende's just being a son of a bitch. Please elaborate. Yes, allow me to explain. Uh, he has no care whatsoever for the hat of the mayor of this town. I do care. I care a great deal about who owns that hat. He just wants it because I want it. Uh, what you are now? What was that, sorry? Uh, I, how do you say, uh, uh, what a pity. Indeed. However, his nearest agents are you. And he's just had the terrible misfortune of having you speak to me. He smiles wryly. And, well then, now that we're speaking to you, what will it be? An offer. With some strings attached, but strings that will be there from the beginning. I want that hat, and I want Allende to not have that hat. I see. Well, you must see the difficulty of our position. I'm afraid I do. So... I am off, I am prepared to offer you payment in kind. A rather smaller sum of supplies than Aliende offered you. However, I will throw into it one corner 
of a very important treasure map. Does that sort of thing interest you? This is very tempting, but we've drank enough Captain Ayande's wine and eaten of his bread. So drink of mine. You're here. You're owed around. Have a drink. Valentin, I think we ought to have... It's at this point that a burly Castilian man comes in with a huge round of drinks and slams them on the table in front of you. And he fades back into the crowd, still head and shoulders above the others. Thank you, beast. How marvelous. What was that, Francesca? Any strings or anything I should know about? Uh, you see a string of authority between uh, the man that Barrack called the Beast and Barrack himself. Alright, so lots of green around the room. Good to know. Now then, as I said, I did do a little bit of research on all of you. After all, if you can steal a ship back from the Inquisition itself and then sail into uncharted waters and come out, well, charted by some, but not by others, then you are indeed worthy of my attention. And I must say, as it stands, I'm not entirely impressed. Is it really stealing, though, if it was our ship first? Indeed it is. The stealing is the impressive part. He judges us poor. I think you stole well. However, I don't think you'll make a good crew. Did you not hear about my shooting? I think you're an excellent shot. It went through the bars. Through the bars, off a wall, into Castilian backside. Yes, a wonderful trick shot that came with a great deal of ostracization to learn how to do. Am I right? Yeah. He pulls out his collar and there's a swordsman lapel, there's a swordsman guild lapel pin on it. You're very confusing, Captain Barrack. Please allow me to elucidate. I have a feeling I could not stop you if I tried, but please. No, no, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. I can't guarantee I'll give you an answer, but I can certainly give you where I can. Most people don't immediately follow up a job offer with an insult. Yes, most people do not. However, Valentin, I believe you have potential, and that is why I'm offering you this job. Valentin, you worry me. You worry me as a captain. I don't worry me. From what I've heard of you so far, you put a good time and personal enrichment above the needs of your crew. All right. I think perhaps you should watch your tongue. And you, Mr. McKeeran, you're a good Avalon boy, but perhaps more good of an Avalon boy than you wish you were, correct? Now that, you'll have to fucking explain. I think you know more or less what I'm talking about. I'm going to make a roll to see what his um, arcana is, by the way. I have to what? make 15 on 6 die. What, barracks? Yeah. Sure. Oh, by the way, one of the effects of this town is that um, essentially you guys, whenever I trigger one of your arcana, it is two harder to avoid me trigger. It's one harder for me to avoid me triggering it. So we have to spend two dice to cancel it? Yes. However, you will get bonus drama dice for arguing with each other or causing public discord. 21, so I, I get to figure out whatever his arcana, or just tell me what his arcana is. His arcana is creative. Okay. Get a hint so or what, idea from the GM intended for beginner players. So what of it then? Valentin, do you understand what I'm talking about when I say that to Declan? I do. I see. Francesca, do you understand? She'll sigh and nod. I've told them. Nadira? 
What, what exactly does this have to do with everybody? <sighs> Let me show you a bit of what I mean. He shouts out, McGee! And um, a woman in a loose-fitting tunic with, um, with a rather floppy hat comes in. She's a tough-looking woman with a short sword at her side. She nods over to him. Why is it they call him the Beast? She smiles wide and says, Because. <laughs> well, when we met his mother, she told us, Thank you for bringing back my little Beast. Everyone smiles and laughs, including the Beast. What I'm saying, Valentin, is that for your ship to be successful, especially with the skeleton crew you've formed so far, you need to be open with your crew members. And to that end, he puts out a hand, I am not going to force you to accept this job offer just yet. I'm instead going to offer you a free night's board here at the Broken Compass, where you may get to know each other better. Does the room, does the boarding come with more lectures? Only from each other, should you choose to give it to each other. That's fine with me. And no odd feelings, Valentine. I do believe you are destined for great things, given the proper direction. Thank you, but kindly, Captain Barrack, I'm destined for great things regardless of direction. Oh, a feisty one. Are you that opposed to taking advice from someone who's been in the business longer than you? We'll consider the advice. You have a reputation for a reason. Yes, I do. But we don't take orders or intimidation. When did I intimidate you? <laughs> he reaches over and grabs a drink. There's one large suite-style room. Rooms two and three upstairs. Very well. Thank you for your hospitality. And he bows. He bows back. Yeah, Valentine will go upstairs to check out the rooms. The rooms seem nice. It's uh, several beds to each room. Pretty Spartan adornments. More or less what you'd expect in a pirate dock town. Pretty standard beds. Pretty standard tables. Decent amount of pantries. A couple of bottles. Complimentary. Hmm. Uh, before he heads upstairs, we'll give everybody leave. But uh, see if anybody else comes up. Uh, yeah, and we'll follow up. Uh, seeing everyone else leave, uh, Declan will head up as well. Before Declan leaves, she'll look over at Barrack and say, I assume you've already researched. Is there anything you would like to know about yourself? And she'll hold the cards up. Miss, I appreciate it. But at the moment, there's no less than 25 glamour sorcerers out there learning how to be just like me. I have a pretty good idea of myself at the moment. She'll chuckle and curtsy as she gets up and follows Declan. He nods and sits back down, speaking with his uh, crew members. Once out, once out of barracks sight, Declan will punch the shit out of a wall. And it's okay, save it for one of the men. Going to be okay. Uh, do you want me to take a look at those hands? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say. A shrug. Well, it seems we're at a crossroads. We're not coming out of this friends with everybody. Doesn't appear so. So which insufferable cock do we want to work with? Uh, which one is uh, is going to I cause would... more problems? Also, I I will point out we made original arrangements going well uh, well siding with uh, the local captain might might be going back on our word 
just not agreeing to his demands is by no means breaking anything. We've made no commitments to him. Who do we also, want least to come back and bite us in the ass? Allende uh, is more notoriously dangerous. Am I remembering that right from the lore? Yes, Allende is uh, one of the supposed to be one of the craftiest of the pirate captains. Doesn't he also wield like an unstoppable death scythe? You're thinking of Reyes. Reyes, okay. Never Re- mind. Reyes is the one who barely speaks and just chops people in half with his horrible death scythe. Isn't he also the one that uses the weird Vendel magic to make himself like invincible? That's yet a different person. <laughs> There's just too many pirates. The point is we have a lot of competition out here. Yes, that one is actually one of the crew members of the guy with the horrible death scythe. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's definitely not piss him off. Well, I mean, I'm already planning on... My character's already planning on pissing off another pirate lord. Yes, yet another pirate lord and slaver. Okay, well... But Barrick reaches farther. This is more or less what Barrick wanted you guys to talk about. Here, here's here's my thing. No, go ahead. I support. Eh, oh, what was his name again? The the one who originally sent us here. Ayande. And you know, in so much that me and him are enemies of a ally, enemies of a common enemy, and it, he is the one who we originally made a our deal with, and he was far less insulting to us than he ever. It's big. Speak for yourself on that matter, but he did. Literally save our lives, and for that I'm inclined to uh, I'm inclined to side with him. Allende is more of an issue on a smaller scale, but Beric's hands reach farther. And does it matter? To a certain degree, it's not about who can do worse to you as as much as who it, who is it's more right to support. Yeah, that is uh, that is a good point. We have already made the arrangement with Allende. Uh. As far as pirate lore goes, where is Allende on the scale from, uh, you know, Dread Pirate Roberts to uh, <laughs> Gentleman Jim Dandy? I've forgotten, generally, <laughs> who this is. Jim who, Stacy. Sorry. Gentleman Jim Stacy. The head of the Thieves Guild for more. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gentleman Jim Dandy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> write that name down. <laughs> Gentleman Jim Dandy. So, His um, world-famous barbecue. <laughs> I mean, barbecue was invented by pirates in the Caribbean. Okay, okay everyone. <laughs> Getting off track. Uh, <laughs> um, if there is such a thing as a king of the pirates right now, it would probably be Allende. He is, uh, he is one of the heads of the Brotherhood of the Coast. And he's the, he's the alleged pirate king of uh, La Buca, the, the essentially pirate island. Also, you know, the farther we're, if we're planning on going far away from Avalon, we're not going to have much as influence of this guy, but there's probably no place we consistently go to get out of the influence of Allende. This is true. Although Allende, he did, uh, essentially offer us a deal we couldn't refuse. This... Yeah, and we accepted. If we want to establish some sort of, if we want to establish ourselves as any type of reputable, we need to, uh, we need to go, go by our, uh, our agreements. We still have to get out of here alive, though. And here's the problem. Do any of you know, uh, this barracks background? He mentioned my problem. Is he going to be able to take advantage of it? Uh, We'll figure it out, Mr. Declan. 
just listening to him, I think he can. I think, well, we do have our own nobility with us. That we do. On the other hand, if we ever wish to deal with that, then we'll have to come back to Avalon. I need to know about that map. Why hasn't he used it? Where's the rest of it? What is it even of? Exactly. Though, we could figure that out without actually agreeing to anything. Absolutely. Where I come from, bargaining is the main form of commerce, and sometimes you end up leaving with nothing, or at least that's what the other person thinks. Sometimes it's just getting the other person to say the true value of what they're trying to deal. All right. We need to find out about the map. We need to find out what else is going on. And I think also importantly, we need to find out where the hat is. Yes, absolutely. Also, from conversations, it does, from the way you talked about Adende, it does not seem like they are blood rivals. More like, if by going against them. More like rival brothers. Yes. By going against him in this matter, I doubt we'll be marked for death. Now, if we steal the map, on the other hand, that might complicate things more, which I only bring up because I know I am among pirates, and that is, and what do you do with maps? Avoiding being on death list is sort of what we're attempting to do in life right now. Well, we're already on a death list. The steal doesn't count. Quite a few. But all right. Split up, ask around, find out about the map. Find out about Barrack's interests in the area and Allende's interests in the area. Maybe we can come to some sort of mixed arrangement. We bring Barrack the right prize. Maybe he gives us the hat. Maybe everybody comes away happy. Declan, do you feel like going shopping? Uh, you'll have to. You feel like going exploring. I mean, I suppose. Under the premise of shopping. By the way, you all uh, hear barking downstairs, and everyone yells, "Captain!" Barking like mad laughter or barking like dogs? Like a dog. His name is Captain. There is a, you hear, you hear the barking of a dog. Name's Captain. Have a good time. Tell some stories, everybody. What will you be up to? I'm gonna talk to Barrack. And then I'm gonna talk to anyone else around here who looks like they've got an ounce of authority. Don't get yourself shot. Well, what do you suggest I do, sir? Ah. <sighs> Ask around the musicians, maybe? There must be some people who know. Alternately, if you rough a few up, I think they'll get the picture. Be likely to talk a little more. Uh, sir? Do you not believe that is what they better... Why would I... Uh... I'm kidding. If any least, I might be able... If I talk to the musicians, I might also be able to secure a spot for dancing, Ernest. Some additional income... Sure. The more stories we can tell them, the more confusing it will be to follow our actions. And the better the day will be. And remember to die. <laughs> I've already died once. I'll make sure you die next time, too. Yeah, it is an important part of the story. Alright, you guys splitting up? Um, yeah, if uh, if Valentine doesn't want any protection. No. Right. Everybody. I think we're safe here. Beric wouldn't risk... Looking that ugly right after seeing, right after meeting with us, we're under his protection because he offered us his rooms. 
So if you get stabbed, try to get stabbed only a little. Gonna do so. Last time, but I'll try again. All right. So um, you all split up then. Good role playing, everybody. One yes. drama die all around. Hooray! Uh, oh, that's where I put my drama dice down. All right. Yeah. Who, would, who would like to go first? Um, I think there are two people that have places they plan on going. I actually don't know where I was going to head off to. I was okay. just going to go about the town slash yeah. see what. And sure. probably going to split up there. and and go somewhere else around the town as per the captain's orders to make a lot of different stories and confuse people. Um, but I'm going to go get some water so you can do somebody else first. All right, uh, Francesca, where are you trying to where are you trying to explore? I was going to go mostly to any sort of shopping district or whatnot and listen to what everybody has to say because people talk a lot when they're trying to sell you things. Okay, are you looking I, for, are you looking for something upscale or something downscale? Either or, whatever's closer. Probably uh, downscale considering we're dealing with pirates. Let's see, what have we got? And the reason she suggested Declan come is because he's twice her size. People make assumptions about someone when they're five foot tall. All right, Declan, are you going to go along? Uh, sure. Sure. All right, so as you guys leave the broken compass, you get a few people clap you on the shoulders on the way out. Friendly, of course. Of course. You make your way out, and this city is organized basically in a circle out from a central point. To the south is the dock district, which expands out from the circle along the uh, the docks, which are basically tangent to the circle of the city. There's a river along the west side of the circle, and off to the northeast, there there is a, there's a path going out through the forests and swamps. On the east side of the city, there's this large, bone-looking lighthouse. So, you're looking for shops, right? Probably supply shops, since looking for high-end dresses does not seem to be the best place to... This doesn't seem to be the best place to get a nice dress. Okay. So as you start walking towards the downscale part of town, which is near the docks, uh, you make your way past the very center of the circle at the middle of the town, and there is a play going on. You see a man dressed in uh, an elaborate hat and nobleman's clothes, speaking to someone who's dressed up in uh, clear she-garments, you know, the, the stuff that all the plays regard the fairies as wearing. And you hear you hear uh, you hear the man in the fancy clothes yell, "Where are your papers? You need papers to be in my town of Kangwin." And uh, through the use of a few practical effects, smoke and dynamos and stuff like that, uh, the she pushes over the man in the nobleman costume and says, "I am a member of the fairy court, and if you desire so much order in your city, that is not what you shall have." You shall have a city of perpetual discord. And there is much groveling from the man in a nobleman's costume. Bit of town history, maybe? A few people cheer and toss a couple of gilder onto the stage. That, half uh, the sheer involved, that's... Uh, I'm not going to say it's never good, but it's never what it seems. Let's just hope nothing explicit comes out of this from them, we'll say she'll sort of grab his arm pretending and start pulling him towards the docks. A few people tip their hats and their uh, pirate bandanas at you as you pass. Smile charmingly and whatnot. And you make your way to a row on the south side of the circle near the docks but not quite on it that's covered in uh, vendors. The road is covered with uh, vendors' cards from fish to fake love potions. 
there's a man in a, what appears to be a disheveled captain's costume walking back and forth through the row of vendors, just staring at the stalls. She's going to walk over to the potion uh, shop, kind of curious why and what they're selling. Oh, hey there, lass. What can I offer you? Nothing much. Just looking to see what's what's up this, this far west of the main land. Ah, yes, ah, yes. Right here, he pulls out... Uh, right here, he pulls out a pink bottle. A combination of perfume and chamomile. And why would I want such a combination? Ah, see. This is, it isn't just perfume and chamomile. It's been enchanted by the she. Spray it on yourself, put it in a man's food, and he'll fall in love with you. <laughs> and where do you go about getting she to bless such simple potions? Just for you to sell this far, sell here. Why, lass, we're in Avalon, land of the she. You just go and ask. Of course. I didn't know they were so nice and so easy to have work with you. Oh, you just need a way with them. Mm. What else do you have besides love potions? Well, I have rage potions, very, very common around here. Put it in someone's drink, you get them to fight you, and then, well, you're not responsible for your actions. <laughs> now, I've heard there's a way to find Vodachin poisons, even on an island like this. Oh, yes, of course, Mom. He opens up a small cabinet, opens up a locked box, has a gray liquid in it. Iron filings and the tears of a fate witch. I'm glad to see that you have the good thing. Now, I'd be happy to part with this for just shy of five gilder. She'll nod and be like, well, I've got four right now, if you if you think that would be just so good. Oh, I'd be happy to take four. She'll hand him the four. And he hands you a potion, which you can assume is mostly made of gray liquid. Yeah. A pleasure doing business with you, lass. Is there anything I should know about this island? It seems very... Uh, interesting, and full of all kinds of tales. Well, for one, it's not an island. We're on the mainland of Avalon, miss. We were on an island. I wouldn't have said that if, I did, if I'd known that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been that stupid. <laughs> so, you're, you want to know about the port there, lass? Yeah. Well, very interesting. Well, as the legend goes, one of the mayors, I believe it was a Montane mayor from the odd space of the partial Montane occupation of lands, Came in and wanted papers. Papers from a she. She took offense, burned down the town hall where the, uh, where the playhouse is now, and this place has been chaotic and full of discord ever since, and we wouldn't have it any other way. I saw the play on our way over. Runs once a day, ma'am. Very well done. What about that white house up on the hill? Seemed far different than the rest of the port. What, the lighthouse? Well, no one's ever been inside. Runs, though. That, that's the big white building you were talking about? Was a, was a lighthouse? Yes, I said a lighthouse, not oh, a, light, a white house. Oh, I heard white, and that's why I'm like, whatever. Okay, thank you. You've been a love this afternoon. She'll giggle and wink and start moving on, looking to see what else is selling. Anything you're up to, Declan? Uh, so I was like, why, why, did you, why did you buy that? Because it's worth about three times that in Vodachi. What's worth three times that? This. Badachin poison is very, very useful. Okay, you know that that man isn't actually getting blessings from... from oh, I know. ...she, right? Oh, oh, I know. Trust me. But this is actually worth... So, so out of all that he was selling, that's authentic? It, trust me. I know a little bit about Badachi, at least. I might have lived there most of my life. 
And really, even if it, even though it's actually nothing, for Gilder wasn't much to get some information out of him. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to accompany me here, but I'm just gonna go along the docks and <laughs> see what the uh, see what the sailors have to say. She's just gonna keep walking and giggling and being charming amongst the different shops. Okay, Declan, what sort of questions are you asking? Um, he, uh, like her, he's trying to get the sort of lay of the town. Um, any recent developments, things that have might have sent sailors out or brought them in? It uh, basically, basically looking for looking for the newspaper where one doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Well, um, oddly enough, for such a town full of discord, things have been roughly status quo. Barrack isn't always there. But uh, is there anyone in particular looking for to get you give you information that might color what information you get? Um, well, like any sort of port town, it's probably got a population of you know sailors just hanging around waiting for you know to get picked up to go out on a ship. Uh, so you know, just the dregs basically. Sure, you find sitting on the docks, uh, shoes nowhere to be found. A couple of uh, high rigging sailors. They nod as you approach. I uh, before that, like, he kind of got the general impression that Barrack's kind of the thing holding the town together? That might be a fair assumption, Lord. Birch. Well, what happens when he's not here? When he's not here, the mayor tries to keep things together. What's, uh, what's, what's your opinion of the mayor? He's a hard ass from, uh, from the House of Lords in the middle of Avalon. Thinks he can bring some order back to this place. I see. Careful, though. He can't be taken on. What's he connected in some way? No, not exactly. But he has a bodyguard. Must be one hell of a man, if it's one man. A woman. Her name's Meredith. She's mastered every art of the Donovan school. Do I know what school that is? Is that the swords? The Claymore people? Uh, no. The Donovan school is uh, the traditional Avalon school of uh, buckler and short sword. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, were the weapons that Barrack was carrying. I see. So, do people still try? Every once in a while. But she makes short work. They lose their weapon on the first attack. See, the Donovan folk, they have a special parry. Hurts you as you come through. But the man himself? I mean, I mean <laughs> the man himself. He can't, he can't be that tough. He's uh... There's a reason he needs a bodyguard. He's a dowdy man with a dowdy gun. I see. And does, does he actually live around here? Or does he just kind of come by the lord over the place every once in a while? He lives outside the city on the lake. Lake Frigid. It's off by the lighthouse. He makes a note of that. Nice little manor house. Made sure it was outside of the she curse in the town. Ah, I see now. Okay. Supposed to be two miles, but I never counted. And besides, two miles by the she, who knows? Right. Uh, yep. So, and, uh, he'll, I'll assume he's got, you know, probably at least one of his bottles of rum on him. He'll, uh, kind of drop that off. Much obliged. Uh, might be sailing out of here pretty soon. Are you fellas looking for work? Always. Then I'll, I'll, keep, uh, I'll keep you in mind. Thank you, my lud. They nod and they go back off to, uh, shooting the shit on the dock. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Alright, uh, Nadire, what are you up to? Charles, are you in fact I in charge? Needed, yeah, she is going to check out old, like, the musical scene. The musical scene, like, in the bar? Yeah, sure. All right. That, that, that pretty guy looked important. <laughs> that man must be important. He was so pretty. 
He had a he had a portrait in it. What do you think when we looked at him? That means he's an important NPC. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he took the time to call him pretty. Yeah, he's got a picture in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a rather large group of uh, a rather large group of pub players playing discordant music since all of them have been requested to play different instruments for different songs. So there's horn players, drum players, singers. But the one that you, uh, the one that you end up talking to is a uh, the young man with the thick curly hair. Sitting on a sitting on a bench with his guitar playing Wonderwall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a small, thin fellow. His voice is huge, though. So, what is it like around this town? What's it like? What is it like? What kind of question is that? I thought you'd be able to tell from here. I mean, as a performer. Oh, as a performer. Oh, I'm very well employed. Uh, are you employed with this uh, particular bar, or are you are you uh, are you a freelance around the place? He um, he slips his loot out to one side and goes into a deep bow. You can see the gun at his hip. He pulls back up. My name is Roger Gaffron, Jeremiah Barrick's head shantyman. Oh, you work for Barrick. Of course I do. The Sea Dogs are the only pirates out there who are willing to hire a shantyman full-time. How is working for, uh, Sir Barrick? Oh, he's very fair. Very fair. Unless he's trying to destroy your ship and take your goods, then he's very unfair. But if you work for him, he's very fair. As long as you don't end up walking the line, you'll be fine on that ship. Walking the line? Ah, uh, you walk the line. It's something on the Sea Dog ship. You, you saw Bloody Bonnie? Bloody Bonnie walked up to you earlier, I saw. Uh, oh, the woman with the hat. Right, that's Bloody Bonnie McGee. She's the bosun. And if you get in trouble, she stands in front of you. All the rest of the crew forms a line on either side of you, and you have to walk through them as they beat you. But if you walk too close, Bloody Bonnie's got her sword at your chest. She dictates the speed. Oh, sounds rather unpleasant. Yeah, but it makes for a good story. Yes, it is easy to see how someone would die from it. Yes, but stay conscious, and you got your next round of drinks paid for, my friend. So what is... I'm trying to think of any good questions I could ask of characters. <laughs> Why, yes, I do play the loot. <laughs> Let me I... show you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hmm. I mean, out of character, anyone got any suggestions? Well, Matt's being a Craigslist man. Oh. Hmm, you could ask... Uh, what kind of music he likes to play, and talk to him about your dancing. Yeah, I'll ask him what his expertise in musics are. Well, I'm a composer, I'm a singer, I'm a dancer, I'm a writer, I'm a flautist, I'm a lutist, and I play the bodran. You're very accomplished. I yes, can... yes, but I prefer singing the best. And I can make a nice story or insult if I'm needed. Hmm. So does, uh... Uh, Barrick only employ you for morale purposes? Or do you have any other skill outs, you know, not to discredit any of your previous skills, but, you know, it does seem suspicious. Most people tend not to hire people based solely on that on a ship. He smiles, kicks back onto one of the tables. I fire a mean gun, but if you don't understand the value of a storyteller on an Avalon ship, you don't understand Avalon ships well enough. Well, I was only on one for... A few months. What do you know about glamour? Uh, the, uh, I believe our, uh, previous, uh, cap ship captain, uh, may his soul rest in peace, was, was a, uh, was some sort of glamour mage, or I think he was able to fuse with the ship. 
Yes, sir. A, mas- a master of the art of old St. Rogers. Glamour is the art of becoming one with your reputation and the reputation of others. Hmm. So it feeds off your reputation, you say? He puts his arms out. Avalon gained the reputation of being unassailable by ships. And so it is. The queen gives the reputation of being shrewd, impossible to beat, and no one has beat her. Mad Jack O'Bannon, he has the reputation of being cruel but incredibly, incredibly powerful. And he is. So you are also public relations in a way. You you spread the you spread you sing the songs of your ship's victory and so your ship becomes more powerful. Precisely, my friend. I tell a story here. One man from Montaigne hears it, he goes back to his ship. He tells all the merchants there. The shanty man here the there hears about it. He starts telling the story, and we become ever more powerful, friend. I wish there was a way to communicate that through dance. Maybe if I spent a few more years training, I would have known that know that skill. Well, we're always look we're always looking for new ways to expand our horizons. Maybe you'll be the first to do it, friend. So, what is Beckett's relation with the other pirates? Or Beric? Beric, yeah. Who's Beckett? Out of character. Uh, no, but the admiral from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, that's where I was thinking of it. He has he has a complicated relationship, but he's respected. It seems like him and uh, a uh, him and uh, Ignacio have a a rivalry that does not seem to be too heated. They're barely even rivals. They're just having a petty argument. Aliende wants the corner of the map. Aliende's not getting the corner of the map, so he wants the hat. What is this map that provides so much? Well, Beric. Didn't exactly confide that information in me just yet. Whenever I ask, and I do ask often, he always just says, the story ain't complete yet. I guess he, so he doesn't know what the rest of the map holds, holds other than it might be important. If he does know what it is, he hasn't told any of us. And that's my friend, is rare. But if, hmm, so, if we were to attain the hat, and then give it to him for the map, and then give the map to, to Ignacio... Aliende. I mean, Allende. We were to be come out appeasing all, and... Yes, I suppose so. Hmm. Though perhaps Beric might hold a little bit of a grudge if you just gave Allende what he wanted. Well, well, yeah, I mean, it, after we get the map, it's uh, up to us what we can do. Oh, yes, and, and Beric's not going to blame you for taking it off to Allende, but he might be a little grumpy about it, understandably. Yeah, grumpy feelings happen. Yeah, they usually, though, usually come to form begrudging bonds. Sure, but if I were you, maybe this is just me being a romantic. If I had that corner of the map, and I would be lo- use it, I would use it. I'd be looking for every other corner in this on, in these seven seas. Well, I'm a fair, decent cartog. I'm studying some cartography. If I can copy the map. And we can give the copy to Allende. We can give the original to Allende. Use our copy to find the rest, and Allende wouldn't be any of the wiser. No. He sort of shrugs, nods his head for a moment. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. For all, it's not so much the map as it's worth as as what the information on it. 
It would just require tearing up a piece of paper in the correct uh, way of the map. And and if worse comes to worse and we both find what's ever on the map at the same time, well, we could just merely split the profits. Hmm. Now that would be interesting. I look forward to seeing how this story goes, friends. But for now, I think I need to go back to my trade. I need, yes, I need to, uh, I should, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, does this hire, bar hire any dancers for, uh, because I, I am always, I, I made it this far by, uh, working my trade, uh, for freelance. I'm sure you could finagle your way in. There's a bunch of amateur dancers around here who work for free, but <laughs> I'm sure they'd be happy to take a professional in. Amateurs? I bet they can't even fight using their skills. <laughs> they can probably do one than the other, but I think you're right. <laughs> Give a- anime Onisan wet laugh and then... Right. <laughs> uh, you know, he goes back to playing the loose. I can't do that exact laugh. I know it involves holding your uh, arm, your uh, your hand next to your mouth in a way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, we're gonna hop on over to Holmvik. What you what you got, Ann? Uh, hmm. Uh, you know she'll. Uh, she'll start going through cause this is like a port town so there's probably a lot of uh, she's going to start looking for shops for, with uh, any sorts of fineries um, Finer- namely namely finding a tailor or something let's see a tailor you say yeah yeah we're going to take this weird let's see merchants aren't the merchants don't really deal with individual people yeah I don't know what's I don't know what's in this area I'm just seeing if there's a clothes shop written on the thing. It's not a long write-out. Um, sure. Why not? All right. Near the docks on the south side of the big circle, there's a there's a line of shops different from the others, different from the one the others found. It's on the other end of the south of the circle. It seems to be a bit shadier of a series of shops, but in between the shady shops, there are larger, more expensive-looking shops. All and right. One of, and one of them is labeled Castanet's Fine Tailor Shop. All right. I am going to head inside and try and talk shop with the shopkeep. All right. Unless the he's sm- The busy. smell of salty silk enters your nose as you enter. Mm. It reminds her oddly of... Uh, t- uh, I can't remember the name of the... Actually, no, it's Vendel is, is actually the place she's from. I f- forgot. Um, there's another place that has a much harder name to pronounce that I used to know how to pronounce. Yeah, you uh, you actually see uh, there is a rather skinny Vestin man uh, running the shop. All right, Vestin Manavinyar, that's the name. Yes, Vestin Manavinyar. <laughs> that is the name of, you know, the Scandinavian equivalent audience. It's like, All right, welcome to Greeter's Way. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, what, what time of day is it? Um, it is, let's say, mid-afternoon. Ah, right. uh, yes. Uh, good day. Uh, uh, may I help you? Uh, I have just uh, landed in port, and I want to see... Uh, I am a merchant. I wanted to see uh, your uh, your textiles. Ah, we have many fine clothes. Many fine clothes, indeed. Yes. Uh, um... Or are you looking for sales? We can do sales as well. Yeah, yeah. Sales. 
I was also uh, f- uh, wondering what, uh, what is it? I'm, I'm, yeah. Is uh, my accent ruining your accent? No, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the words and then turn them into the other words. <laughs> okay. Uh, footage right. be, uh, actually, I guess from, uh, let me, let me take a look at her merchant skill. I believe she has at least one level in it, if not more. Sure. You're, you're from Vendel. How can you not have? Yeah, I do have merchant skill. skill. All right. I have haggling and a couple others. Um, so just like, I guess, would it be uncouth to ask him, uh, what, because uh, mainly I'm trying to ask him about the fabrics he keeps in stock, uh, where they're from and kind of like ask to sample them. I, I have a I have a plan maybe. Um, he's, well, it, you sure roll a merchant check wits plus a some merchant knack. All right, Hag- haggling maybe. Sure, yeah, I have that one pretty good. I can't remember what the other merchant knacks are. Um, I'd have to dig into the book to see what they are. Because I, I I had on my other character sheet I had it actually broken down by what uh, kind of skill I have, but this is not that one. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with haggling. I have uh, one in that. What do you add to mental? Is that wits? Uh, in this case, it'd be a wits check. So okay. it would be one plus your wits. Keep your wits. Okay, so 4k3. Gotcha. Wow, that's a lot of twos. <laughs> um, but I did roll... I guess I rolled an 11. 11. You can tell he's maybe not completely convinced that you're the sort of person who deals in large amounts of fabrics. But he is willing to bring you out some swatches. Sure. Maybe nothing huge, no big finery he's willing to let you sample, but he'll bring out some swatches for you. Here you go. Very fine silk. She'll she'll handle it and feel it. Kind it's, of try and get a... The thread count isn't fantastic, but it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's good, durable silk. It doesn't scratch you when you play with it. Yes, yeah. it is at least 300 thread counts. <laughs> ah, yes. Many a thread. That's a good thread's amount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, this is uh, good stock. Uh, where is this from? Uh, this textile. This textile comes from the North Hills of Vadachi. Hmm. Near the mountains. Um, I can't I mean, remember there if there's are a... mountains in Vadachi. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the, uh, what the, is, is there like a, is there some kind of skill to like kind of to, to fight against deception? I can't remember what that one would be. Um, if nothing else, you can use your flat wits at no penalty. Sure. I'll, I'll default wits. Cause I, I don't remember what, what that one would be. I don't think there, there is. Is there, there actually might be like, so, there might be something for that, but you don't have an. Actually, it I think you. Advanced. I think I think you'd probably do con artist to see through a con, maybe. Probably that'd probably add if you had it. Yeah, but I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, I that's a uh, what's better? That's a seventeen. All right. So, what are you looking for? Um, mainly I'm just kind of listening to his voice and seeing if he's actually I don't know seeing if he's actually respecting me or if he's just trying to like. Say, oh yeah, this is real good stuff. It comes from the mountains. It's made of genuine Vidachi sheep. Vidachi sheep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I ha- I hand squeezed the silkworm. <laughs> Streetwise would also probably work, but I'm not uh, sure you have that. Yeah, I don't have that. So um, I'm not wise in the streets or in the sheets. What 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 your what your horse sense is giving you? <laughs> it's uh it's telling you that uh. He's being honest, but that is not necessary. That's like, at best, a medium quality place to receive your silk from. 
Okay, sure. Yeah, because it would normally also, come from around the Great Firewall, normally. Yeah, like, all the most expensive stuff is Cathay and Silk. And if you have, if you want good Vidachi silk, you're looking at, like, the deep inner city of Vidachi. Sure, sure. Rather than, like, the boonies. Wine country. Maybe the Simbrin make it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a... What did you say your, uh, uh, the going rates on this is? For how much of it? Uh, what is the, what is the unit of measure? What do we uh, use? A bolt, a bolt of fabric. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one bolt. I'd be happy to part for it, part with that for, oh, say, seventy gilder a bolt. All right, and we're gonna kind of keep going back and forth because I'm not sure if that's right. a good price. So, like, immediately, you know, that's not a good price. This is the uh, right. the first shop that people walk into sure. when they come off the dock, so everything's at least doubled in price. Sure. But if you want to haggle it down, you can haggle it down. Sure, I'll haggle. Sure, I'll haggle him down, and um, sure, yeah, I'll haggle him down sure. on this on this bolt of fabric. Sure. Let's say you get a. I don't know how it works. Let's say you get a ten percent discount per five. You get okay. This is where it's just nothing but ones. To a limit of say twenty five percent. Okay. Uh... Of original price. Yeah, that's not too bad. I got to uh, I got a twenty, which is fittingly twenty percent get... off. Or no, yeah, five forty no, percent off. Oh right? yeah, forty percent off. Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, what's forty percent of seventy? <laughs> Shit. Uh, it's somewhere forty-ish. Yeah, somewhere just over thirty-five. All right, all right. You've talked me down. You can have it for forty guild or a bolt. Yeah, and uh, um. Uh... What are you using to uh, assemble the, the the textiles? Oh, that would be my wife. She's a good loomsmith. Hmm. Uh, this loom. Uh, would you mind if I have a look at it? He eyes you suspiciously. I know. What kind of per- what kind of person are you to just look at another man's loom? <laughs> well, uh, you can see. <laughs> this accent's getting worse and worse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, uh. I can see that your business that, that your business is um, how do you say uh, conditional. I'm listening. If you are overcharging for fabric. Uh, that is, it is good. It is not great. So I am no stranger to the to the seas myself. I thought I could help you with the with the trade routes, but maybe not. But I do know a thing or two about machinery. So you're looking to upgrade my loom? Yes, and the fruit from it. I see. Well, if you can do that, I will give you one bolt free. If you cannot do that, you pay for the repairs of my loom. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. All right. And I'll and, and while I'm while you, can, I'm, you can figure the hell out how that works. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I have uh, I got a I got a bit in tinker and a bit in natural philosophy and uh, research. We'll call that tinkering. Yeah, with some wits. Sure, wits plus tinkering. All right, I'll throw a drama die into this. Oh, oh, high drama. Yeah, and in the <laughs> meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, I'll ask him more about ask him more about uh, trade routes and fabrics and who stops at this port and who he buys from. Yeah, you get some basic now information. I got, now I got some time to talk with him for like an hour while I fix his yeah. loom. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I'm going to pop away from the Scandinavian variety corner <laughs> and, and ask what uh, Valentine's doing. You act doing. like I had a point going into that store. 
Actually, I did. It was to ask him about trade routes and who comes here and where he buys traffic from. Sure. We'll come back to you in a second. Valentine. 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 So he's going to probably go back and talk to Beric. Yep. You are once again invited to his inner circle. You get an identical cutscene of his people <laughs> moving out of the way for you. <laughs> the beast walks over the round of drinks and sits <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Shepherd. Beast. Anyway. <laughs> ah, I wasn't expecting to see you again so soon. Lovely to see you again, Valentine. I'd like to discuss a few things. Of course. What is this hat? The hat? Yes. That's well, about a foot and a half across, made of silk. Fine silk hat. What significance does it hold? It's worth a couple gilder to me. I-, I can give you a few gilder. No, no, I'd rather have the hat. What about ten? <sighs> All right, so this hat. Nothing is special about it in particular. If you were to wear it, it wouldn't grant you any sort of magical glamour powers. <sighs> what the hat represents is what I'm interested in. And what does it represent? The hat is one of the symbols of authority of the man who tried to control Kanguin. I don't take kindly to that. And you currently possess the hat? Of course not. I was waiting to see if you'd take the job first. Well, I'm certainly not going to take it from you here. Why not? We're surrounded by my friends and close compatriots. Yes, that would be exactly why not to attempt to take it. I'm not sure I understand. I think you'd be very happy to have a friend of all my friends here. No, taking the hat to give Diende... Oh, well, that would be a shame. Hmm. Yes, but you see the position it brings us to. As most certainly someone will want my head within the week. No one's going to want your head off of this. So can I have the hat, if it's not that important? You want to just keep it? You'll give me the hat if I don't give it to Ayende. So, um, you want... I'm, I'm not sure what you're after here, Valentine. I suppose I'm just trying to get a read for the situation and what the two of you would do with each other. Well, we're being very catty to each other at the moment, very passive-aggressive. But at the moment, we both consider you any sort of... Well, pawn is a rather loaded word. (sighs) Yes. So, that is where we stand. No matter which way you choose, I may be disappointed with you, and I may remember it in our further interactions, but no matter how you choose here, neither of us is going to come looking for your head. This this is just settling a petty dispute one way or another. All right, so... What about the map? What about the map? I have to know more about it. Well, what do you know of the Cerneth? Very little. You're not alone in that. I know most people don't know much about them. He points across to a man idly holding what appears to be a Cerneth artifact mask. That is one of the only men in my crew who knows anything about the Cerneth. All right, so talk to me. I'd be happy to. Why haven't you pursued the map yourself? Because I'm a little bit tied up in the Avalon part of the world, and unfortunately I hear the corners are tossed about the seas. I'd be happy to get more pieces of it, but I'm getting to be an old man. And going off on a goose chase like that is dangerous to my bottom line. Do you know where the other pieces are? Allende has one. That's why he wants mine. I see. And I also hear that Reyes has one. But that's an unconfirmed rumor. 
Of course he does. Nothing worth getting ever comes easily, my friend. Yes, but it was held by the devil himself on top of the tallest mountain in Taya. I don't know that it would be any easier. Perhaps not. I do have a question, by the way. I'm yes? Ho- I'm honestly confused. You haven't challenged me to a duel yet. I haven't yet decided if I'm going to work for you. Understood. So I suppose if you pull your sword, then I'll have my answer. Perhaps. I will remember our conversation, of course. I would expect no less. You understand, I have never been intending to denigrate you in these conversations. I simply want you to be the best captain you can be. Yes, well, you're certainly very condescending in your approach. And what's come of it? Hmm. Had I not said anything, you would have just run over to the mansion, punched out the bodyguard, or had the bodyguard punch out you, managed to get away with a hat and run out of ports. Nothing gained except a hat. Since you've talked to me, you've come together, formulated a plan, done reconnaissance. Hmm. Well then. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Anytime, my friend. I believe I'd like to have a few drinks. They're yours. He yells out, he yells out, Brewer, the experimental ones, please. Experimental? Experimental. Our friend Matthias Brewer. He has a penchant for making some of the strongest drinks. He'd love for a test subject. I'm going to offer you a drama die, Kevin. Okay. To activate your hedonistic arcana. Well, I'm not going to turn that down. Okay. Bring it on. He he brings you a tankard of ale that is so thick you could almost eat it with a spoon. <laughs> Do you serve pancakes with it? I think there's pancakes in it. Good, good. Let's see how it is. All right. And we'll go back to Anne real quick because everyone's just about had enough time to get back to the broken compass with their findings. Except for Anne, who was trying to fix a weaving machine. Yes, it's also part of my plan to maybe make a hat if we cannot steal the hats. It is a very short-sighted plan. Oh god, that's what you're doing? It's a, it's a plan that I keep kind of vacillating on. Make me, did you make the tinkering roll? <laughs> make the damn tinkering roll. All right, hold on this may be the most verifiable uh, fraud we've ever tried to commit. <laughs> The first thing Andy's going to do is say, hey, Beric, I got your hat, and Beric's going to say, I still got my hat. <laughs> no, that's clearly the forgery. You, you know, we just make the hat, and we just take that to Allende. Well, yeah, but I was going to say, it's going to work for, like, until it's the gonna, very first yeah, time they interact with each gonna other. It's going to work for, like, one week, and then they'll both be out for your heads. Uh, so that's a 28. 28, all right. You actually make some significant improvements to it. You oil the you oil the gaskets and make it flow smoother. You, uh... You, you you refinagle the the string holders. <laughs> you, how long are you gonna make me try to pretend that I know how to weave? <laughs> there are now minimal uh, minimal. There are now minimal faults in the fabric. Uh, I have now Just... ruined uh, the future of this loom as a as a tool to uh, divine assassinations. You've uh, you've installed a mineral oil reservoir. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. It's a good loom. It's good. You it so that it doesn't break strings as often, that you don't need to card the wool as much. You make it better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I do... Yeah, can I upgrade it to a punch card loom? <laughs> that would probably be an invention check. 
I will I do. I will do some research on that boat. And as a and as a woman on a mission to create efficiency in looming. Uh, let's see. When was the Jacquard loom invented? I think the eighteen eighteen oh one. But it, but the very earliest form of it was in seventeen twenty five, which would at least make it a thirty check or so. Oh right, yeah, we're still in the seventeenth century. I can actually hit yeah, that. You're, you're like the six. Oh no, you're in the sixteen eighties, which means it's at least forty five. Just by the years, you can work on it later. I mean, you're not you're no Ada Lovelace, but you can try. <laughs> For now, good loom, have bolt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I uh, if I am in need of your services, I shall return. You have done well. You are always welcome at Castanets. Yeah. Danke. By the way, a closer look at the sign. It's cast hyphen a hyphen net. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and takes this bolt of okay fabric. All right, you have a bolt of all right fabric. I got it. it back. I got it sort of for free. You make it back to the to the uh, broken compass. All it took you was parts and labor. Yeah, but it was it's it. You know, if you do, if you find a job you love, you never work a day in your life. Did you love that? Did you love what you did there? Yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> if that's what you think, then I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, I she probably would have had more fun if she went to a gunsmith and helped him make better guns, but they probably wouldn't have liked that. So as you all get back, you see, uh, you see Valentine digging into an ale with a spoon. It's very hoppy. <laughs> it's like eating a pine tree. <laughs> a semi-liquid pine tree. <laughs> But it is very high quality for what it is. Don't get me wrong. It's just pine molasses. That's all it is. Captain, I'm not aware if anyone's ever told you this, but that's that's not the way you drink. The... Oh, wow, that's thick. It's a new drink. Sir, why are you eating oatmeal out of stein? Are you sure it's not a very, very old one? I'm... No, yeah. I'm pretty sure this one's fermented. I'm... I'm sorry. At times like this remind me why it's bad to drink. Kevin, make me a brawn check. He's <laughs> gonna knock him on his ass. If he, if he fails, does he take a dramatic wound? <laughs> Fifteen. That's actually pretty reasonable for two dice. <laughs> Alright, you avoid the dramatic wound. <laughs> but the moment you take a, the first spoonful, you start to sweat. <laughs> oh, very fine. Undercurrents of... of... Cyanide. <laughs> I think that's chili. <laughs> McBrew comes up to you. Oh no, the cyanide would be the almond extract. And yes, there is chili powder. Chili powder is my specialty. Sulfur <laughs> oh. comes from a mine. <laughs> yep, chili peas my specialty. Uh, anyway, well, it's fine. It's got elements of starch. Yes, yes, a lot of starch. Oh, what what causes the the stomach torsion? A weak stomach, as near as I can figure. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Is this one of those like drinks you get that has like Satan on the label and stuff? <laughs> he, he pulls the spoon out, and it's just the handle. This is so bad, I think I may not die. 
<laughs> I hope I die. <laughs> oh, see, it's good. It's so now it's so bad it is no longer considered an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah, it's the sort of drink they have to get rebranded as a novelty food. It looks like it looks like coffee and your alcohol had a had a dysfunctional child together. I'll take a out of wedlock. Bite. Take a second bite, maybe a brawn check. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. You take a dramatic wound. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, uh, sir. I think you should you should stop him consuming this. If you never got that first one healed, that bite just crippled you. I thought I thought we got healed on the way to town. Oh yes, yes. Okay, so right, it replaces on the way to... it. Yeah. Oh. Does anyone else want one? Uh, I can against... I can carve you out a fresh glass. It's against <laughs> nah. my religion to I'm to Thank you. alcoholic beverages. It's against every religion to have this. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're offering, I don't suppose. I mean... <laughs> Are you going to take it? Uh, he's got to. All right. Does it get any bonus for having the never getting drunk uh, perk? Yeah, he's actually he's actually absolutely fine. <laughs> the able drinker advantage cancels the penalty. I mean, it's a bit over spicy. Not really something I I prefer in things of this nature. But I, uh, nah, I don't. Mm. <laughs> also, did you say you're you were carving a glass? Oh yes. At this it must point, be a very sharp knife. At this point, if you took the keg apart, you wouldn't be able to tell the keg was apart. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? You know, the taste kind of grows on you. <laughs> I may have to ask uh, how you have made this. Well, you see, it started when I saw the build-up on the bottom of the ship as it came into dry dock. <laughs> <laughs> And I admit it went a little bit strange from there. Yeah, yeah. I've lost my appetite. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I'll get you another glass when you're hungry again. <laughs> I believe I'm going to go retire. Uh, Captain, there is something I wish to discuss with you before then. Are you sure You'll you can make it fast. up the stairs? <laughs> I'll help you up the stairs and we can talk about it. Yes, uh, sir, uh, would you like some uh, emergency medicine? Uh, l- let me see how this shakes out. And he wipes sweat off his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see where this is going. <laughs> What's all the fuss about? I don't, this is I don't fine. understand. It's fine. <laughs> Everything. I'm completely okay with how things are going right now. Everything's gonna turn out fine. <laughs> In What catches fire? This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she'll pelt uh, the captain up and then, while doing so. Uh, captain, I found out some information about uh, Ignacio Allende. Allende's, uh, uh, our agreement with Allende. Turns out he does not, in fact, want the hat. He doesn't even want it. Neither of them wants it. <laughs> no, you see, he wants the hat so he can trade for the map. And Barrett will give us the map if we don't take the hat. Wait, I thought he wanted the hat. So if we take the hat and give it to him, and then get the map and give it to Allende. Hmm. Well, no, he doesn't. Doesn't Beric already possess the hat, just not on his person? No, Beric was waiting. Oh, to, I see. To see see whether or not you wanted to whether or not you wanted to get it for him. 
Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I, I thought it was out at, at his house, not a. Uh... No, it's at the it's at the mayor's house. Yeah, the mayor. Oh, okay. The village. Well, hmm. it does make things somewhat easier, I suppose. Maybe there's something else nice in town that we can give to Beric. I think he'd be happy with that. What, other than the hat? Or I, we give the hat to him and the map to Eliende? Uh, at the end of the day, we're walking away with that map. Yes, and if but if you desire the map for yourself, we could always just copy. We could always make a copy and then give the real thing to Allende. I suspect that's not how this will work. Uh, why not? It, it's a map. It's paper. Writing on paper. Did he say it's paper? I'd assumed it was part of an artifact or something. He said map. Okay. As far as I know, the Cerneth never made anything easy. If well, it could be copied, I think it would have already been done. Well, maybe not. If I'm sure if there there would be a way to replicate it. If it is, say, a on some type of sculpture or carving, we could before we give it to Allende, get a get a carpenter to recreate it in indents or whatever. If it's on paper or a flat surface, we can merely copy all the uh, markings. You say it is a Sirnif map, then? That's what Derek says. Is uh. Oh, could you could you turn off that lamp? That that is the moon. Does it go out? Uh, once every couple of months. Yes. And draws the Dan draws the curtains. <laughs> uh, what's everybody else found out? Um. Well, I have found someone who could uh, make a hat. Also, some extensive knowledge of uh, textile trade routes. Are we gonna make a fake hat, give it to Barrack, then make a fake thing and give the real thing? To... This is getting complicated. Well, either way, it seems we're agreed. We get the hat. The town will never be calm because the originator of it upset some she, and now it will always be in some form of discord. Well, that's interesting. Barrack said he wanted the hat because it represented authority of someone, the authority of someone who tried to impose order. There was a play as we walk. Is Declan and I walked down to the docks. Apparently, it goes once a day, but the story was corroborated with a few of the sellers down there. I mean, who is this woman, and why? Why is it, uh, they so important? I don't go out of my way to upset the she, let alone do it and get a whole town curse. You're not allowed to say her name. I don't know. I didn't hear it. Well, you know she's a woman. Yes. So what makes her so powerful? She's some type of uh, wizard? She's a she. She's a fairy. Why didn't you just call her a fairy? Because they're called the she. Why are you, your female in pronouns she? <gasps> she sort of rubs her face. There are kind of people that have nature-based magic, if you will. They are called the she. It is spelt S-I-D-H-E. This Sidith? That's not how you pronounce that. You say it she. It doesn't look that way, but that's how you say it. Why do you people make words that look different than you say? What a crazy country. Blame Avalon. Welcome to Inish. Blame Avalon. and Vidachi, we say each letter as it's there. By the way, anyone here can give me a perception check. Okay. Okie doke. 
keen senses applies. Wits. Two men pick in the door and start shooting. <laughs> and if you don't have the skill, it's like to keep. It's yeah. um the the perception checks are flat wits because they're only added by uh advantages rather than skills. All right. right. So okay. Run two keeps two. senses is that two plus, plus at least one ko. I think I think usually one ko because it gets used a lot. Ten. All right. Well, at least Declan, Declan something. Declan, you and you only hear um, hear a slight shuffling from outside the door of the room. He holds up a finger for silence. Kind of slowly creeps over to the door. The door is unfazed. <laughs> but look, uh, look that that drink was very heavy. But I don't know if I need another. Thanks. <laughs> it's made me all paranoid. <laughs> Uh, he just keeps rambling about the drink. Francesco will go over and start, like, petting Valentin's hair to try and keep him quiet. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, De- Declan's going to whip the door open. No, he's, he's talking purposefully. He's trying to confuse whoever's outside. Like, there is nothing more suspicious than all the people inside a room stopping their, their conversation. <laughs> Alright, you throw open the door, and you see... Um, you see a somewhat dowdy yet you see a somewhat dowdy man with a full black beard and short black hair uh furiously kissing an inish woman against the wall and she's got long blonde hair uh fighting clothes and a bow on her back for the love of can you to take it somewhere oh, whatever close the door all right <laughs> no they're just uh just a couple of uh just a couple of drunk people having some fun outside. Neither of them like match any particular description he's heard thus far. I assume you might have seen them walking around the bar, but they're in the bar now, so it's not really much to go on. <laughs> yeah, was the uh, uh, the female? She was uh, fearing a bow, but like the shooting kind. Yes, the shooting kind, not the not the uh, the decorative kind. Was there loose strings between them, or was it a different color? Uh, you didn't get a good look at it since you were with Valentin. Damn. You go back out there and check. <laughs> Yo, I need as, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's two people. Just. I, I promise, I'm just looking at your I mean... fate strings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you just you open the door on a kissing couple, slam the door, and then someone else opens the door and looks at them. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Is there a washing bowl in the room, assumedly with a pitcher? Sure, that sounds like a thing. She's going to grab the pitcher, pour about half of it in the bowl, open the door and toss it on them. How would you have to go and do that for? Make me a finesse check. (laughs) She wants to get in a fight. Well, no, because if they're fake making out, then it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing if they're for real making out. <laughs> no, it's not, because then they're just sitting there not doing much. Oh, I thought you meant it'd be a bad thing if they were fake making out and you threw the water on them. It'd be a no, bad thing I'm... for them either way. <laughs> no, I'm trying to potentially get a vague look, because if they're not, you know, actually enamored with each other, that's a bad sign. All right, uh, roll finesse check. Uh, 25. All right, the, uh, the Inish woman grabs him by the shoulders and rolls him out of the way into the wall, and the, the water splashes against the wall next to them. Oh, that's fair. 
Was it blue? Was there not a color? Come on. No strings whatsoever. Well, not worse. No court cards. No string of any color. Can you not do this in a hallway, please? We have someone very ill in here, and it's not helping much. The uh, the uh, the somewhat kiss-drunk man, which you also appears to be actually drunk, turns around. Well, thank you, Queen Cockblock. Anytime. And they stumble off. She'll close the door again. Also, at this point, Anne is probably attending to the captain. You can make me a medicine check if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna use surgery because that's how you <laughs> fix surgery. that's how you fix dramatic wounds. Right. Do wits plus surgery. <laughs> no actual surgery is involved, I think. Stomach pump. Like you know, and, you know, there's a simple inish way to solve this. It's called the the pulling of one's own trigger. Oh God, it can't come out. It's stuck. All right, let's see. That is too thick. It won't come back. It's re- it's reduced my stomach ass into a slurry. Oh, uh, that's a thirty. All right, you uh you you administer some of your home cures, give them some tomato juice, a little bit of a uh, peppermint. Spare the dog. And then you induce vomiting. <laughs> if he if he so chooses to agree to the treatment. Oh God, it's like cottage cheese. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Valentine, do you uh, submit to the surgery, gain your dramatic wound back? Yeah, I'll do the surgery. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the toxins are removed from your body. Oh, thank God. <laughs> For, hopefully, no one's sitting. Seconds. Hopefully, no one's uh, sitting underneath a window. <laughs> underneath the window, it starts dripping out the bottom of the wooden glass. You ended up. It ended up in. Well, no. We probably used the ceramic bowl that I used. It starts etching. Yeah, we're just dumping that. Out the window, <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah, and opens a window just that that is no longer inside our room. Just throw it out. Uh, the bowl maybe remains, but the just whatever. There's like chamber pots in here or whatever. You throw it out. Splish. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, God, my skin! <laughs> no! Oh, I can't see! Not like this! You've created 7C version of Joker now. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that exists somewhere. Probably. Isn't that just O'Bannon? Yes, it's pretty much just O'Bannon. <laughs> what the fuss over this thing? Uh, not, not every, shallow not everyone's Montaigne a, constitution he's got. Not everyone has an iron stomach like you. Yeah, I might ask. Uh, I might. I, I might ask for you to uh, take some tests. <laughs> I need to see what? how you are. Sort of tests. Immune to that. It's not a question of poison and immunity. Mm-hmm. You just can't handle a drink. <laughs> Z- that was that was no drink. It, it kind of tread the line between food and drink. I'll give you that. <laughs> You've had a limited experience. That was a fine drink. Speaking of drink, what'd you have to go and throw water on them for? They're very weird. There's something not right about the two of them. No, they're very drunk. It's, no, it's she's not. She's not. Only he was. Spies? Plausibly. A spy? More more plausible. And again, because she was fairing the bow. It's, it's, that is not a uh, love-making instrument. To, uh... Maybe not well, how you've used it. <laughs> Through the, the amount of gusto that they were going at in our hallway... He should have at least had some sort of attraction and passion towards her. And there was nothing. And she was not drunk. She dodged the bull. 
and she was fully armed. I don't like them sitting outside our door in the hallway. Okay, well, a couple of these pieces of information I didn't know. Well, no, because not a- I'm the only one who can see most of that shit. But let me let me try something. He's gonna first off. Is there? There's only like the because it was two rooms and it's like a suite. Does it have two doors? Um, yeah, there's one door off each room. Oh, do they connect though? Yeah, there's a there's a shuttable door between the two of them. Yeah, it it wouldn't be a suite uh, if they didn't connect. He's gonna go out the window, like to the outside of the building. Yes, second floor. Yeah, and avoid the acid that we threw out. It it, come on, it's just stomach (laughs) acid. It'll be fine. Oh god. The, stom- the stomach acid is not the most dangerous part of what you threw out the window. <laughs> like like if I look out and see the thatch on fire, then maybe we've got problems, but <laughs> It's not the first time he's had to dodge vomit. God, my face, my beautiful face. <laughs> oh it- god! And my dog! No! <laughs> this just in you ruined the musician. He is no longer beautiful. This how- my moneymaker! <laughs> is-, is this how uh uh, John Wick happened. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> Wait, do you mean John Wick? Do you mean John Wick the game or the John Wick the game designer that made 7C? <laughs> I think the less we say about John Wick the game designer, the better. I like him. He's making another 7C, Techly. Yeah, I'm on the mailing list. What do you mean, John Wick 2, the sequel to the I am to, to the 2014 hit John Wick? John Wick, they killed my dog again. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, he is go and he's gonna hop out the window and, you know, climb down to street level. Sure, make me a climb check. Let's bra uh, Braun and Finesse. Yeah, same, so. Braun or Finesse both apply. Depends how you do it. Yeah, twenty six. Twenty six, eh? Not bad, not bad. Yeah, All I'm right, six make... I'm six six K three on climbing. Nice. Make it to the bottom. Then he is going to try to sneak around to like where their room is since they're hopefully unaware that he's just climbed out. Sure. And yeah. see if anyone's, you know, keeping an eye on their room. But you're uh, like going to the room to the opposite side of the room of your the opposite side of your room. He's going to, oh, you, like you mentioned, that they went upstairs to it. Yeah. So basically, he's going to take the long way around since they don't know he left. Oh, right. Since they think all of us are in there, and he's going to see if anyone is watching from the outside. Uh, no one's watching your room from the outside, and as you go back around, I assume, you see that couple further down the hallway from the water stain. But they're within, like, like they're close enough to, like, see traffic coming and going. Like, they're, they could be watching it. If they were, um, if they were there strictly to tell whether you were leaving the room or not, they would be able to tell. But they wouldn't be able to eavesdrop, properly. Probably not. And since, uh... Since the the female is might be the spy here, um, he's gonna see if like she's got them set up in such a way that she can see the door. Um, they are they both have just about identical sight line on the door. Okay, yep, so he'll knock, and apparently remain there all night. Oh, like you close the window behind you? Uh, now he's in the hallway outside now. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll let him in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's you. Yeah, closes the door behind him. Uh, okay, so they're further down the hall now. Not close enough to listen in, but they could see if we're coming or going, I guess. I just didn't like her. She'll shrug and... No, it's it's definitely odd. Also, though, you don't like a lot of people. I like you. Shrugs. No, oh, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll check later tonight. Maybe, maybe they're just spooked right now. Has anyone gone into the second room yet? I thought they were connected. Yeah. And open. I know. The, the... Oh, do we have the inter- interchanging door open then? Sure, yeah. Uh, if you want to, sure. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, um, I can uh, keep watch. Uh, I sleep little. Felten. She starts taking guns off of her, uh, off of their holsters and begins cleaning them. <laughs> Very good. <clears throat> At dawn, maybe. Let's go steal that hat. Aye, aye, sir. If dawn it is, then I should probably get to sleep. I hope I wake up. Uh, you should be fine. Oh, where is the, uh, any water? Uh, what's the equivalent of a bath in this time period? A bath? Yes. <laughs> People have been bathing for a long time. They pull a, they boil water, put it into a giant tub, and you wash there. Yeah, I know, but is there one in this place? Yes, Probably. You, can, you can bathe here. Alright, she is gonna Dear do God, that this place bed. would be intolerable if you couldn't. Everybody just has a very, uh, dull sense of smell, I guess. Well, I mean, everyone stinks a little. You smell like the ocean at low tide. Come back when you smell like high tide. <laughs> Alright. So, Declan will get some sleep, because he's got, he's got some ass to kick in the morning, apparently. Yeah, everyone sleeps. Yeah, and we'll take up a we'll we'll take up her weird Da Vinci sleep and spend the rest of the night uh, cleaning guns and listening for movement outside. All oh, right, she's on like the Uberman schedule, isn't she? Yeah, it gives me a free race on research checks. <laughs> Cause, oh, right, because I can work twenty two hours a day. <laughs> Stupid pollock facing. <laughs> All right, and when he first gets up, he'll climb out the window again and just check out they're you know around the suite like you did before yep they they the people who were there appear to have left how noisy is gun i don't know probably there's an occasional clunk as she sets another gun down yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. and then there's the, then there's a, probably a, there's probably also a very soft scraping of metal on of a metal brush on steel i mean nadir slept on a sh- um, in the crew section of a ship before, so... Yeah, probably everybody's actually used to this. Yeah. And yeah, then I guess she spends the early part of the morning loading her 14 guns before we decide to go out, just in Francesca, case just in case we need them. Yeah. Sure. Francesca has actually unbraided her hair for probably one of the first times any of you has seen, and it actually goes almost down to her knees as she's cl- essentially cleaning it by combing it out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, those are some fine looks. Thank you. Twenty-four years of growing and minimal trimming. As you, um, as all of you start waking up, getting ready for the day. Sorry, is this morning or night that you're doing? Talking, having this conversation. Early morning. Yeah, okay. it's, it's dawn. There's a knock on the first side of the suite that you walked into. Uh, if it's the guy's side, uh, that can yeah. open it. It's Barrick, accompanied by uh, McGee, the bosun that he brought along earlier. Can I help you? I was just wondering if you made any decision about my offer. Well, as you know, uh, I spend my life in the service of others. Uh, so whether they've made a decision, I'm not entirely sure. Looks back towards the captain. I see. Have you made a decision? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, one of you, you and Ayande, one of you saved my life and the other didn't. I'm inclined to help. The former, rather than the latter. And I suppose it wouldn't help at all to ask if you had any allegiance to your country? This is an interesting question, since Declan is ostensibly with the fuck O'Bannon side of Finnish politics. True enough. <laughs> well, I suppose that depends on whether you're asking 
Oh, what's the what's the guy who like O'Bannon comes back and kills the family uh, every time? O- O'Toole. I, I suppose that depends on uh, whether you're asking O'Toole or O'Bannon. I see. I I tend to favor neither. O'Bannon is a bit unpredictable for my tastes. Yeah, just a bit. I pledge allegiance to Queen Elaine. If she tells me to attack a ship, I attack the ship. That is what I do for this country. Don't like you. Uh, where the captain goes and decides, so do I. I understand. But I'll say one last thing that I hope paints me as a bit more of an honorable man. He looks at you meaningfully. I know, and I could, but I didn't. And he walks back down the stairs. Uh, Declan will swear for a little bit, and then go wake up the captain. Just punch him. Yes, Mr. Declan. <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> yes. Thanks Thanks to the uh, medical stuff you did, your hangar was not too bad. You didn't bring runny eggs with you, did you? No. Uh, you, you said, Don, uh, I'm about to go knock on the lady's door as well. Barrack uh, uh, just had a chat with me. What did he have to say? And I think he meant it to have one effect, and it's had quite the opposite. I see. Well, it seems that uh, he's the kind of person who might have a have a sort of an influence on me, and I suppose he thinks that he's done me a kindness by uh, by not demanding anything of me. Hmm. Yes, but he is a condescending bastard, isn't he? Very much so. Yeah. I say, good. I undo that. Well, we'll deal with them next. For right now. We get the hat. Once we have the hat, a lot of options open up. Right. And we'll stroll over to the other, the the uh, adjoining door, knock on it, and tell Anne to start waking people up. Yeah. Valentina will get cleaned up a little bit. I think uh, Francesca's already up and combing yeah. her hair. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Yeah. Taking the long time to braid it all back up out of the way. Nadire, rise and shine. It's time to get to work. I really need to get some sleeping clothes sometime. It's not doing my my dancing gear too well to be also used as pajamas. Wait, were pajamas invented yet? Sleeping clothes were yeah. a thing? I don't know when the word was invented, but yes, there were sleep clothes. Generally long gowns that were very warm. For men and women. You know, yeah. I know a tailor. He could probably help you. Also, to be honest... I love, it was a gift from my mother. I love my, uh, gar, but it makes very bad underclothing. Yeah, I mean, it's got support and everything, but it's so, you know, it's not, it, when I walk around it with, you know, it under normal clothing, it makes me feel like I'm wearing a couple extra layers, which I guess is good in this place, but, uh. I know a tailor, he can help you. Whenever we get out of here and end up in Vadachi, you can get as much of a new wardrobe as you need. <laughs> and I have to keep, like, rolling up the sleeves so they fit under my other sleeves, because it doesn't look good if they're, like, coming out of the sleeves. Alright. And so, what is the plan? Uh, I believe we are going to get the hat, and then what we do with it up to the captain. Uh, yeah, I'm up yeah, in- yeah, 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 yeah. Z- that that is that is the uh, rough outline. What what is the plan? I would ask the captain that. I hadn't. Oh, are they in the main room or are they? The, still the doors room? are open between the yeah. rooms. I plan to improvise. Uh, any... Dolly ever does. Hey, hey, sir. 
And are we going with the uh, give everyone what they want plan? I thought that was a patented impossibility. Like I said, uh, uh, one wants uh, the hat, what's his the, name other, again? the other wants the uh, the other wants the map. Yeah. All right, I'm I, sorry. We can make everyone happy, but then we'll be unhappy because one wants the hat for the map, the other wants the map. Uh, like I said, we can copy the map. The map. Uh, we get the map. Oh, I'm sorry. Then you we can decide. A cartographer under your bloody pillow there. I'm decent. I didn't make it all the way out of here, out here, from uh, from the Crescent Empire, just by asking for directions, you know? You know, I can talk around uh, with my researchers, see if we uh, can have some sort of mesotent or etching, some kind of carving. We'll see. We, we must see what the uh, map is. Plus, in addition to all this, we're also going to get a crew and supplies. The map is... If we have to choose one, I suggest... It, oh, what's his name? Fucking... keep forgetting his name. Allende or Barak? Allende. Allende, but... I think we... It's still very possible we can appease both and... And possibly get a piece of the map for ourselves. I don't know. Nothing was ever done right in half measures. Yes. We just have to get the hat, and after that we can decide what we want to do. I think we can talk Barak into... Something. The, the map for the hat? We know something Barrett doesn't right now. That is... He doesn't know that Ayende just wants his map. <laughs> he thinks Ayende just wants the hat to piss him off. And since we know something he does not... Well, to be fair, I got it from one of his men, that information. Uh, then maybe but we're he does not know we know. We, he does yes. not know we know. Is the important thing? Well, say so we get the hat, and everything else will come into place. So, let us get to work then. Yeah, we'll try to find where this hat's being kept. Mm. Assumedly, there's some large part of town with large houses of an obviously richer district. Yeah, well, well it's well, in the... Remember, he, uh, he stays outside of town, uh, the, the mayor. Oh, yeah. Good. So, someone has to know where he lives. Well, we could go up into the lighthouse. We can see very. We can see pretty far from there. I'm oh, did, sure I, did I not get a general idea of where? You know exactly yeah. where he lives, Declan. Oh, oh, never mind then. He found it out when he talked to the sailors. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I thought, so I thought uh, we did that already. It was, was it near the lighthouse? Was it? It's something? next to uh, Lake Frigid on the other side of it from the lighthouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, just you know, across the across the lake. Assumedly a cold lake. There are other things frigid can be, but I assume it's certainly not a hot spring. So do we go around the lake, I assume? Unless you have a way to cross it. It's a very small lake. Oh. We'd probably just edge around the, the sides. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do we get that hat? It's got one bodyguard, I assume. Maybe some other lesser guards. Shouldn't be a problem. Get in, take the hat, and leave. Yeah, but walking in the front door is not... Likely not going to work out. It's probably been tried. There well, must be something else at work. We could, uh, as as merchants or courtiers, we could uh, request an appointment. That's a thought. But you have that bolt of silk in the room. I saw. Yeah. We could do a delivery. I think he needs to have ordered something. I just claim it's a gift. Hmm. He's a mayor of a pirate cove. I'm sure he gets all sorts of presents. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you yeah. need to, I can also be a present. Vivo considers that plan B. An odd way of making all sorts of suggestions. I mean, as the dancing. I what were you guys thinking? Nothing. Uh, I was just gonna sneak in the back while the rest of you went in the front. Yeah, that is also a good part of plan. It seems very reasonable. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> now, what we need to do is build a giant cake. <laughs> and then we you hide inside the it. We but need to sh- invent the croissant so Nadir can be inside it. But, but sugar costs so much. No, no, no. The cake is made of wood. Oh. And... And a little. You don't. You don't bake. You don't bake the, the cake. It's got. It's. It's got the the, the woman inside. It was the joke. That wouldn't. That wouldn't turn out well for anyone. Mm-hmm. Not then. Uh, if you have the silk, if you have the dancing girl, that is a plan. Absolutely. Well, shall we? Yeah. Right, so <laughs> what? We go. So what's the plan? Uh, well, it we... is like a three. It's like a three pronged attack. I think. I'm so confused. Okay. I don't think an actual cake with a strip. I mean, dancer. We don't. We're not. We're not. We're not actually building a cake with a stripper. No. Yeah, she is not a stripper. God. Like, if you had just answered "get the hats" to my question, the, the then I'd be the, just as confused as I am now. So we're going. So we're going to go to the mayor's house to present him a bolt of Vodachi silk. As yes. a gift to try and get an appointment with him, so that we can distract him while Declan, I guess, while Declan goes in and steals his hat. Yeah, well, I do a cool sword dance. Yeah, you sure. can also have a sword dance happen. That's that's a that's. Oh, well, that's a distraction. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Worked on Star Trek. This plan hinges on him not wearing the hat. Yes. Well, no. Well, I... if I mean, if he if wears the hat, then we then then we go then we resort to violence. No, you see, if he has the hat, I'm dancing, I begin spinning, my sword accidentally knocks the hat off his head. She starts dancing so hard that... and everything about it. <laughs> she starts dancing so hard that you can hear you can hear a bass beat, and the camera zooms in on her eye, and then suddenly we're in, like, this weird cyberpunk thing where she's fighting robots, and at the end of it we just have <laughs> hats somehow. What? And then all of us are disappointed. So you <laughs> leave. So you so you leave the 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 circle of town, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> While you're discussing these strange flights of fancy and the invention of robots. <laughs> if it was, I've got sort of. I can do the swindly thing with the fortune telling and the palm reading and all that stuff too. Yeah, but I'm more distracting. All right. As you approach, you see that uh, you you see the lake. The waters are completely calm. And as you start circling around it, you see odd webbed footprints walking near it. Um, but whatever left them appears to not be here right now. Declan, do you know anything that makes that? Uh, he's got, like, oratory and history. He's got the bard skill. Like, would I know of any that will creature? Al- that will allow you to make a wits check. No penalty. Ah, uh, so just wits, k-wits, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, five. <laughs> Alright, it could be any number of beasties or bugaboos. <laughs> uh, can't, can't, be, can't be entirely certain, no. Beasties and bugaboos is the name of my uh, D&D ripoff. <laughs> as long as we don't run into any owlbears, we'll be okay. Hmm. Should have brought plaster kit. Need to remember next time. Like, it doesn't look like a duck's print, right? It, it looks like some weird webbed creature's footprint. A duck is technically some weird webbed creature. Yes. If it was a swan, then it would also be a terrifying weird webbed creature. (laughs) Valid point. 
what I'm trying to get at from James is, are we looking for Nessie, or is it just a, a, a swan that's gone off on a jaunt? They're human-sized footprints. There we go. So more of a swamp thing. There's Thanks, no man. Black Lagoon right, right nearby? This is not Black, nor technically a lagoon. I said nearby. I remember oh, you mentioning a how, swamp. How much, how much have you been around this area? There's a swamp. Also, the web prints, I think, go into the water. Well, yeah, they, they come out of and then go into the water yeah. in a different spot. Well, so all swamps produce black mana. Now, if it was a bayou, <laughs> we'd have to worry about swamp thing. Yeah. That's black-green. Yeah. Anyway, we go to the house. Yes. And, uh, and, 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 and changes from her boots plain to her boots fancy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Francesca's in a fancy dress, too. So as you come around the lake, you see that it's not really a mansion or even an office building. It's it's really no more than a two-story townhouse. Not that impressed. I mean, a two-story house for a private individual is still pretty good. There appears to be a rather large woman, large in stature, rather beefy, standing at the front door. If you want to break off from the party now, Declan, that'll be a stealth check. All right. And what's the base... Uh... I think it's Statford still. Uh, finesse, I believe. Yeah. Twenty-three. All right, you just barely pulled it off. You uh, you move off the party, rather confident that you haven't been seen. And I assume the rest of you go around the front. Mm-hmm. All right. She stands there with a a hand on the hilt of her short sword and a buckler on one arm. May I help you? We're here to talk to the mayor. The mayor is not receiving visitors. Are you sure? We brought gifts. I'm sure you have. I've never met a mayor who didn't accept gifts. And my, what may I tell him you have brought? I'll look to be- uh, Anne and Nadira and Francesca. Some of the best silk that has come from all of the duchy. Straight from the inner land. And she's going to start pulling it and has a much thicker Vodachian accent than normal. So it's and- some garbage silk you bought in town. Hmm. <laughs> I appreciate your style. Would you like a job? <laughs> It seems like she wouldn't have been phased by anything except that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe ask me in a week or two. May not be here then. Probably pays Uh, more than a mayor. We'll be leaving port soon, so... I'm rather stuck with this job at the moment. What are you employed for? Fighting off dangers to the mayor. Why not in a week? I don't know how much mayoring the man has left in him. What do you mean? How happy would you be if you were the mayor of a town like this? People don't tend to wind up mayors by accident. He came in, asserted his authority. That was something like six months ago. I think he regrets it now. So, I'll bring you in on one condition. Okay. What's the mayor's name? Wait, I watched the play. Did it say his name? That was the first mayor that got the place cursed in the first place. Damn it, never mind. Did any of us actually get the mayor's name? I thought we knew it. That's why I never no asked. No one asked. I mean, okay, can I say... Axe, you're very far away. What is a void? Did Axe fall down the well? <laughs> we hear you now, Axe. Like, I chatted with some people about the mayor. I, you know. But you're not here right now. He could have said it to us. No, but I could have told them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it so, asking because I thought we I, already I'm gonna knew roll it. Mooch. You're going to roll <laughs> Mooch? Yes. <laughs> All right, moose plus wits. Uh, 
26, 28. She 28 t- with my mooch bonus. <laughs> she tosses you a voucher. That, if you ever want to try again, that's, that, that will be good for three days in one of the boarding houses in the middle city. Will etiquette or oratory help at all in this? <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> I don't... Are you trying to just browbeat her into letting us in the house? <laughs> are you trying to out-polite her? I was saying, yes. not so much trying to get anything out of her. I was going to roll Mooch to basically go say, you know, well, we brought bribes for the mayor of... What's the town's name? Kanguin. Kanguin. It's like Penguin. Do you think we stopped to think too much about what his name was or that it would change our course of action? I, what? <laughs> going to be going to need to be a little bit more informative there. What? <laughs> I look to the to Francesca, Anna, and Adira. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, so... <laughs> you mentioned that he's not doing too well. We can at least entertain him. We have yes, one of I... the best dancers from the far, far east. Where's Nadira? <laughs> if he asks me to not be in the room with him for a while, then he's not going to want you in there either. Uh, uh, what? Why? Because Wait. he's because he's busy. No, I mean, why would we want not want you in the, the room? Because he's busy. Um, also, I am. Uh, uh, you you have said uh, he does not have uh, much marrying left in him. Uh, what is that? What is that e? All right, he's not much marrying left in him. I could uh, check his health. It's not an affliction of the body that's worrying him right now. Ah, but I may also be able to treat afflictions of the mind. All right, now listen. <laughs> and I'm going to cut it kind of over to Declan. <laughs> I can treat all afflictions. Declan, climbing check to get up the back of the place. Just go and find. 56. 56? He's a good climber. No shit, he's a good climber. <laughs> you never done before, never to be done again. Yes, 50 means never did. The 50 in the TN means never to be done again. <laughs> you climb that two-story building so good. <laughs> they haven't even started talking to the bodyguard yet. <laughs> the window's locked, though. You can sort of see the silhouette of a man at a desk, clutching, clutch, clutching his hands around something and wearing a rather ornate silk hat. He didn't climb so well that he unlocked the, the window, too. <laughs> he made absolutely no sound as he climbed. Uh, so I'm, I'm at, like, okay, is he facing away from me, or towards me? Um, basically you're looking right at the side of his head. You are perpendicular to his desk. Um, he is going to, like, you can see the whole house from the outside. Is there, like, another window we can try and see if it's locked or not? Uh, you're looking for another window that he won't see? Yeah. Um, there's no windows behind him. He's, uh, got a series of bookshelves on the wall behind him. No, even another room's fine. Really? There's not a this this whole floor is one large room. This is basically his office, and there's a disheveled bed in the corner. He's wearing the hat. Well, let's hope uh, things are going well out front. Yeah, he's he's gonna. Can he see what's in his hand? That's a good question. Uh, make me a witch check plus keen senses. Twenty. Twenty. He's holding a small bottle, but you can't see of what. Like, medicine bottle, or, like, drink? Can I at least tell that? Um, like a vial. 
Yeah, he's just going to try to uh, force the window open. Brawn check. And uh, I assume that big counts for this? Yeah, large counts for this, plus one KO. 16. 16. Uh, Good enough, but you do it loudly. You pull the door open, and there's a loud crunch as uh, the latch breaks free from the wood. All of you out front, um, the bodyguard immediately spins around and looks towards the, looks in, into the door she was standing in front of. Oh, uh, that must have been that animal track we saw not too yes. while ago. We saw some very strange tracks, human-sized, by the lake. Some type of man thing. <laughs> she walks just hey. into the door and slams it. <gasps> Like behind her? Yes. Uh, I thought she was. I thought she was standing in front of the door when we walked out. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. why I said she just walked into the door and slammed it. Oh, before okay. she does that, can we shove the bolt of cloth in there and wedge it in? She's gonna notice. Well, yes. Yeah, but, but at this, this point, point, it's more important. subtlety. <laughs> yeah, fuck subtlety. Let's just punch out the mayor <laughs> to appease the pirate captain. Hey, this is the really. Of, this so, is the... what was your plan? Your, well, your plan was, trying, we're, we're gonna you were going to try and talk your way in, but the moment Axe made a noise, you you try to break in. Yes. Well, because it's... <laughs> the only thing we're good like, at is like, violence, okay? We're going to use this to like solve our problems. You know how this like, goes. Actually, like, I'm going to actually... And we'll, and we'll see what the captain's doing, because she's not going to do something that will... Yeah, fair enough. To, Let's rely on the captain. Captain, what are you up to? Remember, my primary arcana is loyal. Sure is. <laughs> Mine is faith, which is kind of like loyalty, only I pray more. I thought yours was overconfident. Oh, no. Actually, yeah, right, overconfident. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> you could try and fight I'm right. Yeah, faith is an advantage of yours, but <laughs> You could try and fight the giant woman. You know, yeah, yeah. She'll just look to the captain and give her the word to fight the giant woman. Yeah, like... <laughs> you could even do I'm, it I'm killing her. break into I'm... the mayor's house. Like, I'm particularly willing to shove a, a knife hilt into the back of her head, if needed. Whoa, let's not get carried away. We also want to employ her later. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a poor interview. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> listen, Shit. listen, if it works for Big Boss, it'll work for us. Shit's happening, okay? <laughs> right, Captain, what do we do? Oh, I, don't I, think, think, he's here. I think Kevin just stepped away. <laughs> yeah, he's BRB'd. <laughs> Maybe we should probably wait for him. Captain Valentine, seeing all of this, kind of just retreats into the center of his mind. His eyes roll back in the head. <laughs> and he does not want to deal with this. He just, hey, uh, he, he could He discovers a small... He discovers a small curd of last night's drink somewhere in his upper lip. <laughs> he, hey, he, he couldn't have it. somehow portayed the hat, would he? Like, if he'd seen it? Valentine goes into his happy place, but then finding that he that he can't go, and then goes into the happy place of his happy place, and then he, Okay, good, uh, he's back. And then finding he can't escape, slam his back, but goes too far, and now is a guy sitting at a computer. We have a problem, Kevin. What? Uh, the, uh, so Declan broke into the mayor's house, made a noise, and the bodyguard is now entering into the house. And slamming the door behind her. Yeah, we want to... So My naturally, our slam- first. So naturally, all of our first uh, plans were violence. Um, but uh, Anne's not going to get in anything without without some approval from the captain, or orders Where's- from the captain, because she probably isn't going to immediately get into violence to get a hat. Okay, but like Francesca's totally willing to shove that that bolt of cloth in there and shove her way in. Yeah, Valentino stepping right behind her and put his foot in the door. <laughs> I feel bad for your foot. How dedicated are you to having your foot in this door? 
How many dramatic wounds will it take to put your foot in this house today? <laughs> Francesca will have thrown her weight up against the door, too, to help keep him from losing said foot. Listen, a peg leg is very fashionable for a pirate. Well, first, not, not in Montaigne. He's going to put his foot near the outside of the door arc, not, like, in the door frame. All right. Only so much leverage you can get. But, yeah, he'll lean forward and stick his foot there. <laughs> Francesca's there, too, shoving whatever weight she's got again. All right, so your foot hurts, but you don't take any wounds off of it. She spins back, draws the sword, and points it in the direction of the door, and just bellows, Out! But the mayor could be in trouble. The we're mayor, The mayor is in trouble! Out! Yeah, we're here to help! I can do it alone! Well, we oh. trust you, but we've got to make sure you're a good employee. We've got to watch you in action. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Ian, help me hold this door. Push it open. You're bigger. I am five foot. You're like six and a half feet. Come on. Um, uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, and she sprints for the mayor's door. Isn't Push he upstairs? Or in follow. Yeah, there's steps. She sprints up the steps. Okay. <laughs> we follow, I assume? Push open door yeah. and follow. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, let's, for the is fun the, of it. Let's is, make the cap- make... is the captain running in through the door to chase after the mayor's bodyguard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll draw his sword and uh, it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse to get to gain entry into this house. Oh, someone might be breaking in. Let's help. <laughs> yep. <laughs> someone might be breaking in. It's us. <laughs> Flag operation. Okay, but we we don't have to let her know that Declan's with us yet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's. Quarter okay. Yeah. So we're all going to start her. charging up the stairs. I'm trying to trip her as best I can with the quarter staff. Oh, no, right. let's no, piss her off. It. Let's not fight her until we have to. Like, let's wait and get up there. James, did you expect to. this would be yeah. the part of the session that takes the longest yeah, time to do? <laughs> I expected a little bit. On tripping. Okay, man. valid point. Valid point. We're following to help her right now. Yeah. All right, everyone make me a sprinting check. Okay. Do I even have that? It's under Is that athlete. based on brawn or, or a finesse? In I... this case, brawn, because you're not trying to sprint through stuff. Um, I, I have, have no, I don't have sprint. I have footwork. I have leaping. I have sprinting. Where is? Okay, if, if, where you is have a- if you have athlete, then I guess you have it. Uh, Wait, sprinting. Yeah, I don't sprinting think I have under... athlete. What's the penalty for being untrained in a skill? Um, no dice explode. Yeah, dice don't explode. I think. Uh, okay, I get five. Twenty-three. Yeah, I don't think I have athlete. I just have. Unless I can somehow swing, leap, or, uh, wait. Also, Anne got a 15 for sprinting, despite being, you know, six foot five and a Actually, giant muscular it, woman. It seems like leaping might be reasonable for print, sprinting upstairs. Yeah, guys, leaping. You make a leaping <laughs> roll, but it's still brawn. Oh, yeah, sure, I don't care, yeah. I don't I don't have leaping. Footwork is less relevant, and unfortunately. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Axe was right. asking what it was to to not break oh. your legs from falling. Yes, I... I... Sorry, I'm back. I is, did there, is there a tumbling skill? I can't remember. There, there's actually a break-fall skill that is specifically for that, but I would allow, like, an ad hoc footwork check or something like that. Yeah, all right. Well, I have break-fall, so... Am I the only one who actually has sprinting, though? Anne doesn't Maybe. need to sprint. Uh, She's got a bunch of De- guns. Declan has, it, but, yeah. Declan has it, but he doesn't need to. <laughs> I can swing anywhere I need to go when I'm on a ship. Just like Spider-Man. Apparently Declan is our point of failure, because he has all the skills we want in every location. <laughs> well, I, right. yeah, I, made a, uh, I made a sailor who punches people, so... <laughs> uh, uh, One so, punch! Uh, so, uh, skills add to your rolled dice, right? Uh, yes, it is um, stat plus skill keeps stat. 
Uh, I got a 13. All right. She peels across this uh, this chamber, dashes up the steps, and the, the door is closed at the top of the steps before you make it onto the stairs. Even Wait, with my 23? Uh, even with, 23, even yeah. with your 23. Ouch! <laughs> because it's James. <laughs> also, she's the mayor's bodyguard. She's probably good at guarding the mayor's body. Oh, we should really hide her after this. Yeah, totally. As long as we don't piss her off or hurt her. All right, Declan, as you uh, you hear a commotion downstairs as you open up the window. Uh, he's going to step in. Huh? What? Oh, God. Uh, don't really have time to chat. Swipe. Uh, make a... <laughs> make a swipe check. I, I have disarm. Am I going to disarm him of this hat? <laughs> I, th- I think it's just, like, finesse versus finesse here. You take his hat. Or fin- finesse, finesse versus wits, I think. You are as you are as uncouth as you are drunk and inish. Tower topple not my tower of hats. My left-handed count. Sure. Yes. He expects you to grab it with the right hand, but oh, here comes the southpaw. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. He barely manages to kick backwards and roll out of his chair, but hop up to his feet. He reaches onto the shelf behind him for a gun. Get away! Get away! don't really have a choice. You always have a choice. Get away. <laughs> wait, wait. Is he wait. nobility? Wait, is he? Yeah. Does Declan know he's nobility? Uh, you were Shit. you were told he was a man from the House of Lords who, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go away. Oh okay. Out Fine. <laughs> he backs away from him. Okay. Okay. Good. Get out the window the way you came, please. He starts. Said, Please, that's not an order. Yeah, he's the. He, well, no, because it's a command. Yeah, he's but you going can to... say no. There's a please. He just please just means he's being nice about it. Trying to help. Well, it means if you please. So get out. <laughs> there we go. Uh, he, he goes over to the window, starts to climb out. At that point, uh, that point, the bodyguard breaks into the room and slams the door behind her. I'm just going. It's it's all right, Meredith. It seems he's going. Okay then. Okay then. He continues to climb down the way he came. <laughs> um, Meredith, go shut that door, please. Shut that window, please. <laughs> I mean, we're coming up behind her, opening the door again. <laughs> yeah, she holds the door shut. I'm a little bit preoccupied, Mayor. <laughs> Is everything going okay in there? Where we're here to go? help. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, one and once he's down, he's gonna come around the front. He got out. Uh, yeah, she go. I, I, it. What happened up there? Was it the man thing? Oh, was that weird creature there? We care about the mayor. We promise. Everyone, get out. It's fine in here. <laughs> It doesn't sound fine. It's fine. <laughs> but we're here to help, I promise. You did it. You helped. Congratulations. Now leave. <laughs> but we want to give the mayor his presents. What do you actually want? Uh, she'll go to Valentine. How much money do you have? Uh, on me? Quite a bit. Yeah. I think we could just buy his hat. We're here to make him an off- mayor an offer that'll make his last week very nice. My last week? 
Oh God! Uh, don't worry. Don't... She's a a a Vidachi. That doesn't mean what. Without pauses, you just saw something. Your your term is kind of. No, no, no. What? <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. Life. It's a that... term for life. <laughs> that hat is so snazzy. I wanted it for myself. Uh, we just want to buy it. it. You won't be doomed. What? <laughs> All right, all right. Throw your weapons down, down the stairs. Throw them down the stairs. <laughs> Valentino throw his weapons down the stairs. I don't think Anna actually. Yeah. Anna doesn't actually wear any visible weapons. Yeah, no, she only tosses the quarter staff. Yeah. Uh, well, but my sword's a part of my act. If you're interested in that. Not interested. Only got a week, apparently. <laughs> That's what she said. I. From what I've seen from your life threads you is said. a much longer life. Shut up. No, what the, the, the big lady. Meredith Charlie, you're getting traumatized. You cause public disorder. No, that's what, what your lovely lady there said. I, from what I've seen from your life threads, I'm Teos, you stop. I, I've got some bad news. He told me to oh, get I, out, and I had to. Who are you? Yeah, I've never seen you before. <laughs> By the way, Nadir is bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, Declan, we're going to need some of that beer. <laughs> or you to open this door. Got to carve me out a fresh tankard. <laughs> <laughs> carve me out, too. Make it a double. <laughs> but we've got a problem, because I think someone's going to need to shut him up if you want me to do anything in there. <laughs> Well, get the door open, and I can counteract anything he says to you. It's all right, Declan. We're on to our new plan. Are we gonna? What the fuck plan is that? <laughs> Improvise. <laughs> That's not a bloody plan. All right, all right. Everyone, shut the hell up. <laughs> Declan shuts the hell up. <laughs> Declan, keep talking. <laughs> but what am I supposed to talk about? <laughs> I was joking. You no, know, it happened. It's canon. <laughs> All right, Meredith is going to let you in. What? She's going to let you in, but she's going to kill the first one of you that moves afterwards. Understood. And then we can talk. God. <laughs> Thea in heaven, what is happening to my life? <laughs> the door clicks open sheepishly. <laughs> Even the door is embarrassed to be part of the situation. <laughs> Okay, and, uh... Hi again. Can I roll haggling? You haven't made an offer yet. <laughs> what do you want? Your hat. It's a very beautiful hat. Best I've seen. You. You fucking... <laughs> you went to all this trouble because you wanted my hat? We'd heard about it. There are legends about it. Jesus. <laughs> First prophets. <laughs> I do actually... Tell, tell fortunes though, and I actually don't see death in your future at all. Promise on Thea and, and First Prophet in Heaven. Oh, also, if you, is he still holding the pistol? <laughs> he's still holding the pistol, and he's still holding a small vial in the other hand. Uh, what can I gleam about the pistol? Is there a way to improve it? <laughs> it's a it's a pistol. It's a similar. It's more poorly maintained, but of similar technological quality to yours. Um, um, can, can, can I tell what the vial is? Actually, probably, uh, 
Anne is the one who can most likely tell the vial is because you've got the alchemist advantage. Yeah. Oh right, I forgot I have that. Yeah. What what is in what is the vial? Uh, it's called a witch check. Okay. To get, okay. See how much information you get. Sure. I didn't know. Uh, I also have natural or... philosophy. Would that apply? Or is this just wits for like perception? Uh, call it natural natural philosophy. Sure. Cool. Uh, that is an eighteen. All right. He does appear to be holding a vial of poison, one that will one that takes about an hour to work. Um, uh, perhaps you should be putting that vial down. <sighs> I'm not sure about anything right now. Well, if you if you wish to keep mayoring, you should be careful with that vial. I know what the vial is. What, what is the vial? And just kind of like draws a thumb across her neck. <laughs> you tell him we could have waited and then just taken the hat off of him. No, hold on. <laughs> Declan, please. We're not the ones who are suicidal here. Why are you so... Apparently we are. Why are you so, so interested in this hat? It's a nice hat. You would not believe the day we have been having. Try me! (laughs) (laughs) It's been a rough couple weeks. It's a pretty hat. We died! Oh, God. (laughs) guy. So, so what's the hat worth to you? <laughs> There's a long long chain of obnoxious things that have led to this moment, I promise. I am well aware of that, sir. All we need is that hat, though. <laughs> we don't want to hurt you. We don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to be the mayor anymore. Then why? <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong? And she's trying to be all calming and nice and you were just about to try and kill me for my hat. I I was not. I would. We would... You'll notice. <laughs> you'll notice by my entry, sir. My only interest was in your hat, not the head it rests upon. <laughs> we we would have only beaten you up at, for it at most. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> he he cries in big ugly tears. <laughs> Is there a chance that Francesca can get over there and hug him and not get killed? No. There is can, not. Can Anne lay down the bolt of silk on his desk? You can drop it and just like, just like awkwardly like shove it towards him. Should just kick it over. <laughs> Thank look, you. I have, look, oh. I have, I have brought gifts. Thank you for the silk. Well, enough about us. Let's talk about you. I know good tailor uh, near near the docks. He has good loom. He can make a better hat. <laughs> so you're quitting as mayor, right? I'm just tired of it. <laughs> what would you rather be doing? I want to go back home. Where's home? Back in Central Avalon. What did you do at home? I was a lesser lord. Is that a reason you can't just do that? And leave this town to its own devices? Have you seen what happens in this town? <laughs> I mean, well, look. if you want, we could take you to Central Avalon, get you out of here take you on your wildest adventure you'd ever want. Uh, Are you properly I get the distinct him? impression he's not no, for more wild up. adventures. <laughs> uh, we can make we can we can make sure you go back home and nobody bothers you. But I don't want to why, why would I want to, if I go back they'll know I was a failure. Uh 
she she kind of offers her handkerchief to him while still kind of standing still and trying not to die. He's at the other end of a longish room. He yeah, appreciates I know. the sentiments. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can't walk and give it to you, but here. I mean, you could always claim that you had, there was nothing left for you to do and you succeeded. How did you get the appointment in the first place? I asked for it. I regret that. <laughs> How old is this guy? He's like 29 or something. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> he has a high thread count. I, you mean like my threads or? Is it as no, high, just... is it as high as this, as this Vodachi silk? He has a good threads number. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, shit. So how does the new mayor get appointed? He tries his best. No, but do you have the power to make the appointment? No, no mayor is really accepted by this by this town, so there's no real appointing to be had. What are you trying to accomplish as as mayor? Just want to bring some order to this place. Why? This place is a, this place is a disgrace to this country. You realize there's a, a, a apparently a sea curse on border here, right? That's what I hear. You people seem to take the fairies very seriously. Don't think anyone can fault you. That's because the fairies are very serious. I don't think anyone could fault you if, uh, you know... The the curse can be broken. How? The she curse, the, the, the... I'm trying to get the pirates out of here. The she curse's condition was... For the curse to be broken, everyone had in the city had to be polite to each other for one day. Oh, God. Well, we have failed in that respect. And for that, I apologize. Maybe tomorrow we can have the peaceful day. Maybe we won't. It's not the mayor's going office to by dawn. <laughs> ah! <laughs> You're mocking me. No, we're not. We're mocking fate, my friend. He looks up at his hat and then he looks at the candle. Burn it, please. Wait, no. Uh, let's not think of anything drastic. How am I the drastic one here? Well, you're the one raising your voice. Apparently that's only okay if you're lying about wanting to help. Does he actually have any magical sorted threads I can see? There's a line of authority from him to Meredith. Any Anything else? No. You're, uh, you're pretty remote. If he it. had any, Yeah, if he had any other lines of authority, he would be a much better mayor. So I can see you and Meredith are very close, and I respect your relationship so much. But? No buts. I, it's a red string. Those are hard to come by. They aren't given, they aren't made willy-nilly. They don't, they aren't easy to get that kind of trust and loyalty. I'm honestly quite impressed. Red? What? She's like, I told you, sort of which, you two have a thread. It is red, of authority meaning you two respect each other. It's not easy to make that, thus I'm telling you I'm impressed. Good job. I thought, wait, what color is the string? You said red. Oh, no, that's conflict, dear. Yeah, I said it was a string of authority. Authority, oh, okay, never mind. I assumed red. Which I think is green, maybe yellow. Yeah, relationship based on status or respect. Never mind, right, green. Yeah, I right, said yeah, green. Yeah. Green. I said, okay. I said green. I said green. I didn't oh, say that. Yeah, red, red, green red, is, blind. red is conflict, yellow is commerce. Oh, imagine one of those string sorcerers who had wet red green color blindness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I command respect from at least one person in this city. I want to help him. He's had it so rough. I want to help him. But helping him means 
getting the the town to be polite to one another for an entire day. Yeah. Stranger shit has happened. If Look you can, if you can break the she curse, I will give you the hat. Could you write charters, Mayor? I can write anything I want. But you have the power to pass the official charters. Sure. Issue a charter ordering everyone to be rude to each other tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to need boots on the ground for this. Uh, Do you see us? We have we boots. Are. Fine. In the next week, there will be one day where the city of Kangwin will be polite to itself. This I swear on my honor as a British nobleman. Avalon nobleman. This is Britain thing you speak of. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. Already. It's like nine. <laughs> Do I have your help in this? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. To yeah. be honest, this will be a much better story than the the one we're currently doing. <laughs> this is going to be impossible well, to recount effectively. <laughs> and I can fix that window. Thank you. Not also, do you need do do, do that uh, that gun is in bad shape? I can fix that too. You are a woman obsessed. It's not it worked out for us. fine. Sure, fix the gun. I'm pretty sure if you wanted to kill me, Meredith couldn't have stopped all of you. Pretty sure she could have. <laughs> yeah, Meredith shrugs. I don't know. <laughs> I could take Meredith if I need to. Not that I would. What do you have down in your kitchen? <sighs> Leave me. Go with Meredith. I need to think. And as a very confused Meredith indicates down the steps, I gotta call an end to the session. <laughs> We'll skip over the part where Anne fixes a window and cleans out we, his gun. Yeah, we, we can do we can do the downtime stuff at the start of next session. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you so glad we started up Seven C again? Yes. This session is called Kangwin. Tune in next time, audience, for just one day. <laughs> <clears throat> I really like thought some... this was going to be called the Great Hat Caper. Well, it wasn't much of one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a title misdirect. <laughs> Every time we try to do anything, all we wind up is having to do a bigger favor. It's happened every time so far. You also sent the only man who could be rebuffed by being told to go. Away. I think this is also a, I think this is also a result of our of our only plan being I don't know. Let's figure it out. Let's just do right. it. That's but how yeah. pi- that's how pirate be. Between the between uh, the experience for the session and gold, good role playing, I give everyone four XP. Yay. And does anyone have any questions, comments, or suggestions? No, that was a that was a dumb session, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> That's 7C for you. I question a lot of things, but not necessarily the session. <laughs> like, if it like, were not for Anne's loyalty, she would be really be questioning what everybody was doing. Honestly, she is, but she follows <laughs> the captain. I figure at this point she'd be halfway out the door and leaving the ship. No, my arcana is loyalty. Yeah. Do I fall? It's a good thing the stars are willing us together, otherwise we'd be in trouble. And Gaius XP I collect at the end of an adventure, because if I break it, it lasts for an adventure, so I assume that... Yeah, you get that that when we make the town have one nice day. Yeah, the Kanguin plot continues. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so good session, everybody. Oh god, my face hurts. (laughs) Sign of a good session. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Oh.